You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Uh, uh, today it is Monday, the 21st of September 2020, um, I believe. Do you all that? Um, just thought I'd give everyone a timestamp for like when they go, well, what, what, what date was it when the greatest podcast I've ever heard came out? Now, is that setting us up for a fall? Probably. Hard to live up to those standards, Eddie. How are you? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Do you sometimes watch me do intros and just go like, what the fuck? No, mate, I sit there and I go, where's he going this week? Yeah. Didn't mind the date stamp. Was pretty new. Yeah. I don't know if you're running out of material, you're just trying new things. Honestly, I don't don't plan them. So I get to here and I go, well, what the fuck am I talking about? But I wouldn't say you've set us up for a fall, Tom, because we never fall. That's true. So, you know. Haven't fallen yet. Mate, set us up all you want. But we're, we've never lost. We've never lost. And we've never fallen. So, you know. You know they say Father Time's undefeated? Yeah. We're Father Time. <laughs> we, we defeated Father Time. Yeah, yeah. We, it we, didn't defeat us. No, no, no. We defeated him. I'm getting younger. Yeah. Uh, weird start, obviously, Eddie. How are you? I'm good, mate. Well, I wouldn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Slow, you- slow, to the, slow to the mark today. Slow to the mark. Just was slow out of bed. Did you slow rip in morning. on the weekend? Yeah, yeah. I was just flat today, mate. Like really hung over on Sunday, which is unusual for me. Like no, that. it's not. Yeah, but like that's I'm, not unusual for you at no, all. No, no, no. But like headaches and like, ooh, I'm in trouble here. Sort bad, of vibe. Bad. You know what I mean? What time did you finish? Not that late. Like probably two o'clock. I got home, okay. something like that. But I was I was seriously bounced on Sunday, so I got chookers because I was just like I need something dirty. Got the large chips, got the chicken snitchel, just drowned it, head to toe in gravy. Had head to, to toe, yeah. slopped it all if over. If you can see anything that's not gravy, you've yeah. do, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah, you're doing it wrong. It needs to be sopping wet. Um, had a can of Coke and then bounced back and then got on, got on the piss yesterday as well. You got on again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What for? Well, a friend of ours, James Downing, friend of the show, uh, got a new flame, bit of a like sort of introduction. Uh, down, yeah. yeah, yeah, which Love was those. nice. Jack Freeman, another friend of the show. So we just sort of, you know, we went down to, to Bay. There's actually in Mossman, great spot. Okay. Had the window seat and just murdered margaritas and uh, uh, Aperol Spritz. And how is the new and flame? And Negronis all afternoon. How's yeah, great. the new flame? Lovely. Good. Lauren, beautiful girl. Yeah, Shout yeah, out yeah. to Lauren. She sort of... You know, it's often those situations. Did he organise it? Yeah, he did. Yeah, right. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Important, I think, you know. Yeah. Well, I, you know, just showing that he has friends. Like, you know. You know, here we go. I've got a new lady. Yep. And it's yep. time for me to show her off. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to show her off. That's what it was. It was, you know, it was a, a show off of sorts. But I had a great time, mate. But again, flat today. But mm. fuck, I've had a Dr. V. I've had a bloke in a bar. And I'm ready to go. Ready to rip and tear. Yeah. Well, that's good, man. I'm glad to hear How it. How about you? You oh, walking mate. gingerly. Well, I do. I mean, listen. I don't want to. I appreciate you bring it up, but I don't also want to talk about my health and fitness regime because I don't want to. You know, people get sick of hearing about it and you know seeing my transformation, obviously in front of their very eyes. But uh, yeah, look, I am a little chafed. Went for a run today. Out of the last fifteen days, I've exercised eleven. So that's really strong. Downloaded an app, tracks my running. Not going to reveal any splits and shit yet because it's pretty poor. But today I certainly got a run on. And then you've seen me walk like a power lifter into the 
mm. into the uh, the studio. Well, I was concerned. Well, I just wasn't wearing the right undies, Eddie, and I think that's the most important thing. If you're going to go for a run, especially when you don't historically run or like you're getting yourself back into it, you need undies that bait were like boxes. Yeah, you need the right equipment. There's a couple of rules. You need the right equipment and don't run in swimmers. Like, you know, don't run in wet boardies. No, definitely don't run in wet boardies. That's just a, you know, that's you, a tip you know for, for wet, young you know, you know what you do in wet boardies? Swim. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And walk up from the beach. Walk up from the beach back to your house. Or your car. Or your car. But don't run. Don't run. Fraught with danger. It is. Now, it was pretty warm today, and I'm guessing without the right material, the right equipment, Tom, mm. your your pants well, resembled I don't, I don't have a box wet boardies. I don't have a box gap. So no, unless you've you got a box gap, yeah. you need to have the right undies. So and always, this isn't an ad, but if someone with the right undies exercise sort of just, you know, keep my thighs separated... Mm. We'll happily endorse your product. I'll road test it. The big fella needs undies that stand up against the rigors of no box gap. Because right, right now, the, Sans inso- box gap. the inside of my thighs look like like a face that's been slapped repeatedly. <laughs> if I can... Okay. If I can share. Yeah, yeah, mate. Everyone. I think you know what to be... You know, it's about sharing. Yeah, it is. Sharing is caring on the podcast. Huh? But certainly, I'm in the throes of a, of a life-changing health overhaul that... Look, can we? Can you throw some stats at the punter and the dribbler? Well, Weight lost, no, no, body fat diminished. To be honest, actually, I should. Steph made me before I got. Are we doing into before it, and after photos? No, I didn't do that either. Mainly because I look like a pile of shit, but I possibly should do that. But so, Steph, it's not too late. No, it's it's definitely not too late. <laughs> <laughs> this is still before. I'm still definitely in the before phase. I hope. Um, Steph was like trying to get me to get fit and healthy and shit. Obviously, you got a kid. You want to be healthy. And also just for your life, but you know, you want to be alive. You're getting on. Didn't mean that. But so she made me like do the measurements around my waist and my arms and fucking chest. I don't remember what they were, but like they were. You didn't write them down? Of course I wrote them down. I just don't have them on me. Right, right, right. Then a friend of the show, Luke Bracey, some of you may know of nudes fame. Yeah. He started a WhatsApp like back channel. So I mean, you know, we've all everyone's got your main WhatsApp chats. Mm. But then there are ones that you've started with, like your mates who love to play golf, or your mates who love some certain board game, and you or all test catch cricket. up to this, or test cricket. How good is it? Yeah. Or you know things of that nature. Mm. So Bracey started one that was fitness based for the guys in our chat group that were like, you know, want to exercise and just sort of like, you know, tongue in cheekly sort of motivate each other. And since that started, there's almost like Steph was like, if I knew that it just had to get you in a chat group with your mate, skate, exercise regularly, Jesus Christ, wouldn't I have tried that a long time ago? And like everyone's putting in their like their bio and their fucking current weight, goal weight. Again, largely taking the piss, but everyone's exercising every single day, and it's actually been super helpful. Well, that's lovely, man. Yeah. So, it, why is Luke is Luke in there? Being is that a bit of a piss take when a bloke who's well, incredible he's, shapes in there? It's, you know, there are a couple I mean? of guys. Or is he there. like put himself in there to to inspire? There are a couple of people in there who certainly like Bracey and Rory Gratton Smith and Streety. Yeah. Streety's fucking... <laughs> mate, he does one sit-up and he's got a six-pack. It's bullshit. Dude, his six-pack's already back. We've been doing this thing for two weeks. Rory Grant Smith's like, yeah, I'm trying, to, uh, I'm trying to gain weight. And then sends photos of him doing some, like, dumbbell pull-up. And I'm like, you've got an eight-pack, bro, and veins in your arms. And Bracey doing, like, some impossible... Like, everyone's... Yeah, again, everyone's sending in shit. And then Brace will send in these videos of, like, him doing push-ups and fucking these, like, push-up claps. And everyone's like, yeah, okay, we'll work up to that. Yeah. But again... Baby steps. It's good to have people like, you know, Rory and Brace and that who are going, like, do as I do. Because mm. otherwise, it'd just be a bunch of dead shits 
doing nothing really, but at least you've got some like people to sort of push you in the right direction. Mate, good on you. We'll keep the punter abreast. We well look, keep the punter abreast. Hopefully, debreast. That's what we want. <laughs> um, but so that's why I've walked in chafing punters and dribblers. Get out there, change your life. Get out there and change your lives. Debreast. Debreast. It's time to debreast. Now, before we move on to sport, Eddie, of of which plenty to talk about as always. Mate, shitloads. Shitloads of it. I was of the understanding that Dior Dave, darling GM and uh, intern of the podcast, has brought in some vapes. And is it like everyone gets a vape, you get a vape, you get a vape. We all get vapes. Do I get a vape? Of course you get a vape. I'd like a vape. I'm not... is the big question, vapor. would you prefer peach or grape flavour? I think I... S- <sighs> what have you guys got? I'm on the peach at the moment. Well, I've got one of each, but I've opened the peach first. I'll go grape then. You Fuck grape, you guys. Yeah. Yeah, give go me grape. a grape. Grape flavours, you know, traditionally standard Dude, staple of flavours. Look at this Can't packaging. Can't go wrong with grape. Wow, I've never seen this shit. 300 puffs. That's so... This is such a weird futuristic thing. Like I've never bought a vape in my life. No. So this is a weird, you know, this is a new experience for me. But uh, I certainly like that, you know, the three musketeers here. We're all <laughs> fucking on the... No? Nothing came out? Or did it? There you go, mate. Oh, yeah, that one did. Oh, that felt healthy. <laughs> that felt good for life. So, as we said... Vapes in hand, Blake Vapes and Bar in hand. In hand. Uh, big weekend of sport, fucking huge. As we move forward into what shapes up to be one of the great Octobers all time. Great Springs. Great Springs. That's a better way of putting it. Yeah. One of the great Springs of all time. Yeah. I reckon. I I'm think calling it now. Could this be the Goat Spring? The Goat Spring. I think it might have to be if you think about it just rationally. What have we got on the smorgasbord of sport, or the, as we may have even said in a, in a podcast previous, but the lazy Susan of sport. We've got spring. We've got, we've got the finals footy. We've got the spring carnival racing, ponies. Yeah. Yep. All good things. Saddle club coming. Saddle club coming, in route, on, inbound rather. We've got origin football in yep. November. Yep. We've got the dates set in. We've got the venue set in. Tom and I will be there. Yep. Bell's on. Yep. Thank you, St. Peter, for the tickets. Uh, we've got test cricket. Yeah. That's a spring. That starts in spring, does it not? Do you all get that up? There's usually one in November late, which is spring. We've also got some new technology here just within the podcast that now we've got a TV screen. So you won't need to see if you're looking at any, if we ever put these fully on YouTube. We've now got like a TV screen set up where Dior can basically just slide shit over there and we can see it. That's revolutionary. Dior's, I mean, Dior's gone to another level. Ever since he fucking knocked that back, that GM gear, he's yeah. just turning up, yeah. and I'm loving it. He's I'm bringing in it. vapes. He's, he's sorting out screens. He's Dior and he's alive. I don't so. know what we did before Dior. Fucked if I know. God B, knows. BD and AD. Before yeah. Dior and after Dior is how I mark this podcast's existence. BD and AD, yeah, love it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're living in AD times. Wait, oh, we are. AD times, we are We are enjoying. But um, greatest spring of all time, greatest spring on record, I think we'll, we'll say. Mm. We'll call it now. It's balmy. It's, it's green. There's, there's sport aplenty. Look, there is COVID in the air. Obviously, everything tinged with COVID. But I'm also like... Well, I think we're just sort of nabraing COVID. We're nabraing COVID. Like, and in all due respect to people that have got it or you've lost loved ones, like, that's sure. obviously horrible. That's fine. Yeah. But 
we are nabraing COVID now. Yeah. I think as a nation, as a people, as a species, Tom. Yeah. I think we're just giving it the nabra. Times up. Certainly here in in the the island nation of times Australia. Up. Yeah, your times up. Yeah, you've had your fucking run. You've had your your, your shot at glory, and you fucked it. <laughs> You're out. You're done. It's time for spring, baby, and we're ready to rock. And we're in. We're off now. Obviously, that's all very positive. Where do we want to start in terms of just like? The week of sport that we want to sort of, you know, break down, Eddie. Where do where do you want to? Oh, I'd fucked if I know, mate. Just quickly, because there's not much to say, other than the fact that Manly did lose to the Titans. It was hard to watch. Yep. And we are obviously, you know, in mourning over it. But I will say this. That's why I've got black on. I'm yeah. wearing black. Yeah, I'm wearing black pants and black shoes, sort of. Um, we did lose to the best team in Queensland, though, right? In the entire state of Queensland, the best team we did lose to and were injury-affected, Tommy Turbo came back, he injured himself again, heartbroken for the man, the friend. Look, I don't want to say that the boys have got one eye on Wharf Bar, but it... I just think at some point, they, they obviously still trying, but they, they do see that like we're all catching up at some point after the season for a Wharf Bar session, so they're like, you can be, f- you could make the argument that maybe that was a... You know, that was a wharf bar induced. That could have been our fault, that loss. (laughs) That loss could have been our fault. Mate, a lot of losses are our fault, really. I mean, we put the knocker on blokes and teams, set up systems all the time. (laughs) All the time. I mean, our track record is fucking outrageous. I'm pretty sure we fucked the whole NRL season at the start. We did. We brought COVID into the country. I mean, (laughs) look, we do a lot of good, but we we inadvertently do a lot of bad as well. So I think the boys had one eye on Wharf Bar. Which is our fault. It, look, it was Saturday afternoon, right? Which is probably when we'll be doing it. The you sun so. was shiny. Yeah. They were at Brookie, Wharf Bar just around the corner. I think they were thinking about schooners with us. Yeah. You could, you could certainly make, you could that, make that argument. Yeah. Look, I'm not saying that that's definitively what happened. No. I'm prepared to make it for them. But if I'm wrong, so be it. Yes. Now, Tommy... Done his shoulder, rotator cuff, Dior, what the fuck that means. Well, get, I know what it is, but like... But fucking Dior, mate. I mean, really. Yeah. I'm, are you a shoulder cuff expert? I'm not. It's a rotator cuff as well. Whatever. So clearly not. No. <laughs> um, rotator cuff in the shoulder, though. It certainly so is. So I'm half right. You are definitely... Well, I'd even say 75%, that is. But the story out of the weekend isn't that we lost. No. It's that Tommy Turbo has been greenlit for the squad, the Origin squad. 27 men... Big, thick boys, yes, which I like. Yes, I think that you build a lot of camaraderie, a lot of New South Wales pride in a squad of twenty-seven. Well, time. yeah, it's almost like you know, let's get more blues in there just yeah. to throb off each other. Yeah, yeah, let's get let's get more throbbers in there so that we can throb collectively and then in, the, on a grander scale. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, like the energy generated uh, within a group of twenty-seven throbbing New South Wales blues. Mm. I'm not here to talk about renewable energy, Eddie. I'm not. But if if I was allowed the floors for a second mm. you could power the entire country for three years i believe look they're the numbers the energy generated they're the, from the look, throbbing new south wales look they're the numbers that our quant models are spitting out <laughs> that's look, what they're telling us tom and i we crunched some numbers this morning look have we got too much spare time maybe but when we're we it s- good use. but when we see a challenge we prepare we whip out the quant models 27 throbbing new south wales blue boys in camp together generate enough positive vibe and energy yep. 
to power the nation for three years. Yeah, look, I mean, you know, over in Europe, they're doing a lot of stuff with, with um, you know, fake suns and shit like the that. Hadron you know what I mean? Collider. All that stuff, like, you know, hotter than a thousand suns, and they're trying to produce energy there that's going to power the globe moving forward. But I, look, have they tried this? Have you looked? Have you looked in your own backyard? And I'm talking to the government now. Yeah, yeah. All right? Don't. We're talking to the, the heads of state here. Heads of state. Forget the fucking wind farms. Forget the solar panels, mate. All right? Yeah. Forget the bloody, the dam-powered, uh, wave-powered uh, yeah, energy. Yeah, all that, that bullshit. All that shit. I don't all know that the fucking... All woo-woo. Fucking... Well, it's all woo-woo, mate. <laughs> it's all woo-woo. Look at what's going to be happening in that camp when they go in October 27th, whatever the fuck it is, Dior. Yeah. They go into the bubble and then they just throb off each other. Yeah. I mean, get scientists down there. We'll give them the models yeah. and see what you can do. What Work you can out do. how you harness it. Exactly. Oh, fucked if I know. No, no, we don't know how to harness it. No. We just know that we know it's, it's there. there. We know it's there. We know the energy's there. And we just need to now try and harness that for the greater good of the nation. Forget no, the sun. say the world. Forget the sun. The don't harvest the sun. Time. Don't harvest the wind. Don't harvest the wave. No. Harvest no. the blue throbber. Yeah, blue throbbers. Uh, that's the renewable energy we're championing. <laughs> <laughs> um, now listen, I will. I, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Tommy, mm. pick for Origin. Well, the squad, the squad. But I mean, I think that you could say that Freddie, which he did on Channel Nine, basically was like, "Mate, you're in. If you're fucking fit, like if your shoulder's good, you're in." I can understand why, such as the respect for Tommy, Jake, the the Trebojevic dynasty, that they're good enough. If they're fit enough, they're fucking in because they've they have proven for their state and performed for their state mm. every time they've won the, the jersey. Mm. But if I was to play devil's advocate, mm. what with with Tommy having, you know, fucked his hammy and then come back and fucked his shoulder, obviously he's he's been unlucky with injuries of late. How many games you play this year? Seven? Something like that? I think so. Yeah, it wasn't many. But like with that Has he it, played enough football? Well, I'm not even saying that. I'm saying is it better for Tommy, for Manly, for the peninsula, to just go, listen, dude, maybe maybe you just fucking put a pin in twenty twenty, get down to Wharf Bar with Tom and Eddie. Hmm. Get around the boys and I mean obviously you're gonna be able to generate energy in camp and the, you know from a new... Oh, have him in the squad. You definitely have him, have him around the boys, boying them. Yeah, but just whether it's better off that you just, you know, now, listen, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. I think that's evident. Mm. But I'm just throwing it out there because that's some of the rhetoric that's been thrown around. Your Laurie Daly's of the world, uh, you know, certain manly... Well, Laurie said... Laurie, look, Laurie raised concern saying that, you know, you don't want to... You don't want to ruin your career no. in certain... And which might, be, which certain might way... be alarmist, I don't know, but like... No, I just think he's just... Look, Laurie just wants the best for Tom. I yeah. think, you know what I mean? I and he's so. just raising concern around, is he ready? Because Origin football, you've got to remember, Tom, that's the pinnacle. Mm. That's the best football played by yes. man. Yes, by man. It's the best football played. Yeah. Now, do we want to throw him into that cauldron where we've got back-to-back weeks, balmy evening, it's got to be hot. Real hot. It's got to be hot, mate. It's got to be hot, sweaty rugby league football, all right? Just how I like it. Really tough. It's not going to be cold, mate. It's going to be warm. We're going to be playing in sunlight, you know what I mean? Dude, like That's going to be so It's going to be great for the punter and the dribbler, Tom, yes. but I'm just saying, look, is it is it going to be too much? I don't know. That's that's something for, for, for Brad and for Tom to figure out. It's not for us. It's just for us to comment on. Just for us to comment on, just to put it... We're, we're discussing the conversations that are in the world. Because there are other throbbers out there. Yes. With their hands are up. Going, I'll take that wing spot. I'll take that centre spot, wherever they're going to play him. Well, Tommy's a centre for New South Wales, I would have thought. 
Again, he, but you could play him on the wing. Well, you I'm could saying, play him anywhere. Yeah, yeah. You could fucking play him in the halves if you wanted to, and he'd do a job. But I'm saying there's there's wingers putting their hand up, there's there's centers putting their hand up, mm. and whether or not it's the right call remains to be seen. But you know what? I trust Brad and Brad's, Tommy and Tommy. But they've got it right to this point. Tom. Yes. they've got it right to this point. Put him into the squad, get him throbbing, maybe try and draw some energy out of that squad. Yeah, and just see how the the chips fall. Mm. Is that the right saying? I think it's let the chips fall as they they may. may. Yeah, that's what I'd be doing. Let just the let them fall. let them fall. Yeah, and if he falls into the team, run on seventeen. 13 on First the park. First try scorer. Then fucking so be it. Maybe he goes out and plays a game of his life. Probably would. Probably, Probably would. would. Definitely would. Yeah. Out there with the brother Jay, born him. You know what I mean? Mm. I think anything's possible, mate. mate I'm, I'm with you. Playing devil's advocate, as I said. At the end of the day. But there's a lot to think about. Tommy's in blue. I'm wet for it. So it doesn't matter. There's a lot to think about. Back to Manly. Not that we like to spend too much time on Manly in this podcast, but Adam Fanua Blake of, of, of Manly front row fame has he wants out he's been granted a release he's going probably to the Warriors well you know what I heard today heard he unfollowed Manly and followed the Warriors on Instagram that is some childish shit that's what I heard but I don't I mean whatever why would you unfollow Manly unless they're now a couple of keen keen eyed or sharp eyed eagles in a group called like, like Manly Seagulls Forever or some shit yeah pointed it out they were like mate AFB of Fenua Blake fame has seemingly put a line through the beloved Eagles and has turned all his attention to the Warriors now, now listen, there's one more game left in the season so I'm not ready to turn on him yet no but I'm not turning on him I'm just pointing out that apparently no I'm just saying that I don't like that behaviour no you you follow the fucking toe the line you, you follow the Seagulls until you're out and if you want to unfollow him postseason, fine. But I don't like that. I don't like the look of that. But it's also fucking. Can you check that, Dior? Can you yep. check if Fanua Blake follows the Warriors or follows the Seagulls on Instagram? What was reported by NRL three hundred and sixty? Now you never know what to believe with anything in this world. But they reported that AFB's Misso wanted was concerned with the potential uh, gang affiliations that Adden had within the Sydney metropolitan area. Mm. And is metropolitan just the city? Because if it is, I would probably assume that it's wider than that. The greater Sydney area. The greater Sydney area. The Basin. The Basin. (laughs) The Sydney Basin. The Sydney Basin. Well, that goes all the way to the Blue Mountains, doesn't it? It covers the lot. Yeah, okay, good. She was concerned about Adam's gang-related gang affiliations within the Sydney Basin. Yeah, and for you know their young, growing family of four kids, I believe she was like, "Nah, bro." More on the way, probably. I don't know. Uh, We got to get the fuck out of here, Adam. And if you're not coming, then I'm going. So Adam's like, "Well, fuck," you know. So he's going over New Zealand, but gang affiliations uh, is a big day. (laughs) Huge day. Huge day. Look, I don't even want the best for AFB and his family and his wife. Of course. That's all I want. That's all you want. So if that's the reason, then I respect it. Has he followed... Can confirm he has just followed the Warriors. It's up near the top of his following and he doesn't follow the Seagulls. There we go. See, look, I mean... That's poor form. It's poor form. It's poor form. I'm going to have to knock him for that one. I don't like it. I don't like having to take a man down a peg, but I will. Would I say it to his face? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because you'd be your face would be removed. Well, I'd be. I mean, especially so to his face, you'd lose yours. Yeah, especially with the Sydney Basin wide gang affiliations, Eddie. I might turn up dead. Maybe. Still might. With Still the might. Clipping we're giving him. And I... 
I'm locking the door. Yeah. Dead bolting the door tonight. Yeah, yeah. And you don't live in Bondi anymore. No, I've I've moved from from Bondi, and I now live. Uh, well, I'm not actually going to tell you. Don't worry. About <laughs> I don't live anywhere near Bondi though, so fucking relax. Um, I will say this though, and with all due respect to Adam, to all the Warriors, due respect. Good luck, never winning a premiership. No, that's obviously not within the aspirations, and that's fine. Look, it's just not what the Warriors do. No, they're not a premiership winning team. They don't win prams. They don't. They're not. They're not. They don't mind a grand final here and there, Tom. They might throw one in for, you know... For shits and giggles. For shits and gigs. But they're not grand final winners. No, they're not. Now, listen, we've been on the tank water all year. But, like, now it's cha- think that this changes everything. No, 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 no. Mate, make no mistake. We've been on the tank water. We love the Warriors. Yeah. Love what they're about. what they've done for the game this they've year. They've done more for the code this year than anyone, except for St. Peter Volantis. They're yeah. second in line. They are. If you're handing out a strain of the year, order of merits and shit... I mean, you give a couple of them. Yeah, you do. You toss them a few. You toss them a few. Now, if they aren't on the New Zealand merit list, I'll be shocked. Now, we're not anti-warriors. Love them. And we're pro-tank water. Obviously, all we're saying is we're calling a spade a spade. Mm. And the spade in this occasion is one that doesn't win premiership. No. doesn't know how to dig a premiership hole. No, no, no. If there were premierships buried under the ground, this spade ain't going to find them. Can't find them. No. Can't find them. Now, all the best, if that's your decision. Mm-hmm. But you are abandoning a club on the rise going to win the 2021 Premiership. That's all. Never been more certain of that. Now, while we're talking about Premierships, we need to talk about Spoons. Mm. Now, I've been fucking badgering on and on and on on this podcast about my inkling, Tom, deep within my soul, that the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs would get up and get a W and put the Broncos into the the hot seat, as it were. That's happened. The Spoon seat. That's happened, mate. It has. They've gone the big lift against Who the Bunnies. Who are the dogs playing this weekend? They've got the Panthers. 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 Fuck. Well, okay. They're gonna. Let's just. They are gonna lose that game. But the Broncos have they're got playing, the cows. This is it. This which the, is the derby. Dude, and the cows will want to bury them. Yeah. This is the beater bowl. Broncos Cowboys Thursday night. If you want to try and you know roll shit in glitter and get yourself excited for something, everything goes on the cows. This is the beater bowl. Worst team in Queensland. It's happening. Mate, it's happening. But the best thing about it, Tom, is that the Cowboys and the and the Broncos rather have such a history, right, mm. of like fucking great contests. Do you think for one second that the Cowboys are going to roll over and, and let an opportunity like this go wanting? No, they're not. To put the Broncos into the spoon seat, baby? Yeah. First spoon in the club's history? They'll yeah. be licking their fucking lips. This is grand final footy for This them. is. This is the biggest game of the season. This almost. is the biggest game of the season for both clubs. Yeah. Can we bury little big brother and fucking kick him down the hill? Throw or, him into the river in a fucking carpet? Yes. That's or, what's on the... That's and what's then, on and the, then the, the, the Broncos going, you know, this has been the season from hell. Can we stop it from being the season from hell? Yes. Now, David Fafita is out for the season, so that's another little fucking... They've just rolled a little bit further down the hill, so that's a positive for everyone that hates Brisbane. Mm. Uh, For David, not so much. For Queensland, Origin, not so much. But for everyone else who, as I said, hates the Broncos and wants to see them eating dinner with a wooden spoon for the fucking Mm. whole off-season, positive news. Not happy he's injured, just positive for the scenario. Positive for the scenario and positive for Origin calculations as well not that we need any fucking help we don't need any help but if you're going to give it to us what we're going to we're going to shun it am i going to turn down free help no no (laughs) it's like turning down free money exactly you don't do it so uh i'm pumped for the spoon bowl i'd like to put money on it 
Yeah, yeah. I'd like to be riding Thursday night into the ground. We will. When team lists are announced and... We'll put a checky bet out. We can put a checky bet out. We will. It'll be on the beta bowl. It'll be everything beta. All beta. Beta try scorers. Yes. Beta, beta Dude, lines. Like, who's the least likely to score a try? We're yeah. going to put some money on them. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. Who is fucking... Who's long? Yeah. We're putting, we're putting we're put, the three longest in. Yeah, three longest in. Well, they might even be separate. We might even have a, a couple of checkies on this game. Yeah, yeah. But it's all beta related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to get around this beta bowl. I'm pumped. I am so pumped. Thursday night, perfect. Yeah, this is great. And it's so funny because obviously the Broncos, because of their Queensland audience, all that sort of shit, they always get Thursday, Friday games. And just to finish the the season, the, bit, the last Thursday night game of the year is the two worst teams in Queensland. And one of them could be in the spoon, spoon. seat. Well, they are in the spoon which seat. I like, but it's Thursday night. Everyone's watching. Huge TV, huge TV audience. Could be the biggest of the regular season. This could be the to see the, the once mighty club, Brisbane yeah. Broncos, fall all the way to the very bottom. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the stuff dreams are made of. Yeah, isn't it? it is. Rugby league. This is uniting an entire code. You it know? is. You can go every week. It's like, well, I've got my team. You've got your team. You know, Dave likes a storm. But... Thursday night, we are all just rugby league fans. Now, look, we've got a lot of listers in Brisbane, and it's no offence to you. We, we, we love Fuck that. you, respectfully. But, no, fuck your club. That's it. That's exactly it. Yeah. That's what rugby league's about, though. Yeah. yeah. It's tall, you we, know, you've ever heard top, tall poppy scenes? Yeah. Right? Are we fucking massive in Queensland? Yes. Do we hate Queensland? Yes. Do we hate the Broncos? Yes. Do we then, by proxy, hate you? Yes, sort of. But we appreciate your listens. Mm. When We love your listens. We love your listens. Don't like your clubs. Don't like your clubs or your, or state, your state in origin. No, but then I like, like to visit it. Great state. Then when test great cr- people. When Test cricket rolls around, we're a unified country. Yeah, again. we come together again. Kumbaya. That's it. Smoke the peace vape. <laughs> <laughs> Hold hands. Get on the blokes. You know what I mean. Get on the blokes. Get on the vapes. Yeah. Kiss and hug. Make up. It's all good, baby. But now, during rugby league season, hate ya. Hate ya. Sorry. Unless you're a North Queensland fan, then we're big fans. Yeah, who love North Queensland yeah. and what you're about? Anywhere north of Rockhampton, I don't know anything about Queensland. Fuck, I don't fucking know. Was Rockhampton suburbs. halfway up? Bundaberg, Roma? No, Roma's inland. I don't know. Sure, Roma. Where I'm asking, yeah, where else you? Coming, it's coming. I'm looking at you, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm looking at you. <laughs> it's coming. Rockhampton's like just above Brizzy, I think. Okay. Oh no, not far enough. No, no, no. Yeah, Bundaberg, no, no, no. FNQ vibes. Where's oh, Bundaberg? Yeah. I mean, we want to be like Bundaberg. That's also a bit inland. But we want to just hate north. everything below a town if we can. Yeah, everything yeah. below a town. But that's like halfway up. That, yeah. You know, you, you, you Far look enough away from You'd be able to work. Go off vibe. Yeah, yeah. Happy to go off vibe here, Dave. Okay, we're going. Kasula? Where's Waiting that? the Google Maps. Kasula's in New Zealand. Kasula? Kasula? I think that's in New Zealand. I thought I Kasula was in New Yeah, Kasula, that's where all the COVID happened. No, no, there's Sydney. No, there's one I'm thinking of. Casino. Casino. Is that New South Wales as Texas? well? Texas? No, Casino's New South Wales, I'm pretty sure. Fuck, nah, I'm not a shocker. Is it? I thought Casino was Queensland. You pretty much want to go... I mean, Bundaberg's still a bit further north than Brisbane. Do we like the Sunshine Coast? A bit further. A bit further. We want to go further. Mm, okay. Again, I don't know what we're looking at. Well, I, maybe I mean, the Sunshine kinda, Coast in terms good... of major towns, you go like, obviously, Gold Coast, Brisbane. Mm. Then you've got Sunshine Coast and Noosa Heads. Noosa. Let's go everything north of Noosa. Everything I like Noosa. Noosa. Yeah. I like Noosa. How far is Noosa from Brisbane? Noosa from Brisbane, uh, I'd say about 100, 200 k's. Is that far enough? I don't think that's far enough, Dave. Keep going. Keep going. Well, go, like, go like a third up. Yeah. A third. Uh, we're getting towards Harvey Bay near Fraser Island. 
but that's uh, you know obviously not in the main. Look, then then we get to Bundaberg. 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 Again. I said it earlier. Yeah, well, Bundaberg's kind of far north. You know, that's bro. What we want. Yeah. Okay. Everything below Bundaberg is yeah. dead to us. Yeah. <laughs> If you're between north of the Tweed and below Bundaberg... You're in trouble. You're in trouble this weekend and until Origin's finished. Well, no, sorry. Just this weekend. And then Origin, we hate all of you. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but obviously, full respect to Queensland. Um, I think it's quite telling of the ever-evolving and changing game of rugby league that the grand finalists from five years ago are now playing off in the spoon bowl together. It's, I tell you what it is. It's a, it's a, a good advertisement for the salary cap, despite the Roosters and the Storm... And, uh, you know, constantly being one and two or, like, in the top four and the Roosters going for a three-peat. It is still a good advertisement, I think. Mate, you can't, you can't knock the Storm and the Roosters whose systems are so fucking elite that they continually come up big. Like, you can't knock that. You know what I mean? No, you can't. No, you can't. You, I mean, they, they've stayed on top for so long. For you so long, There's mate. obviously... There's obviously something more than just salary cap rorting that is keeping them up there. Yeah, and don't forget, during the time that they've been dominating, there's plenty of other clubs that have been done for salary cap rorting. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So everyone's fucking doing everyone's it. Everyone's doing it. They're just doing it well. Yeah. As well as their systems and processes. That's it's right. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's a combination. It's a harmony, Tom. I've heard, and I'm not going to say anything else, but we could be... There's some rumours around Pete Manley going for some Roosters players. I'm not going to say anything else. That's just I'm hearing rumours. I'm not going to say anything else. I'm I love rumour. Anyway, I love rumour. Yeah, yeah. But we might, we might be trying to... Pillage. Are you going to whisper it to me? Yeah, I'll whisper it to you. Love that. I actually will have to edit it out. Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um... They're pretty good, though, if we get yeah. them, right? So I did just tell Eddie and Dave, and you guys are going to be like, what happened? I just put a beep over the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, and if he didn't beep it, that's his fuck up, and now you know. That is, and then, the, you know, like, I could have broken a family apart. Um, but, again, not my fault. Uh, but well, that'd be pretty dope if we if we get them. Congratulations um, to Penrith, who I like. The JJ Giltner, man. On getting the minor prem. Yeah. Um, I do like Penrith. I like him. I like him. Bloke at a bar... Dan and Kemp specifically made a great point today on his Instagram saying that you could feasibly argue that the Penrith Panthers, who've won the minor premiership, don't have any test players. Like, if you pick the Australian side today. I mean, yeah, I agree with you. You could make the argument. You could make the argument. 100%. Which is like, wow. That's That's crazy. impressive. Such a young side. Nathan Cleary's 20-fucking-two. Can you believe that? Which That's- is like, what? I tell you what that also does. That puts into context our criticism of Nathan's origin. Your, your criticism. <laughs> oh, but you didn't criticize Nathan I'm when he was joking. picked for origin? How dare you? We've been through this. We gave him the kick he needed. I know. I know. But when you think he's only 22 and he's been playing origin but for But we, we were smashing him because he, he was like 19. He was 19 <laughs> and he wouldn't force a repeat set. Which you need to do in origin, Nathan. But I'm just saying. You know, like uh, for, to be 22 and doing what he's doing is fucking ridiculous. 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 So, mate, well earned. They've lost one game all year. One, one, and which they is drew. Right? Yeah. They drew under the Knights. I think just post COVID, and we were like, these guys can't even beat the Knights. These mm. guys suck. And mm. then it was like, oh, actually, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. But I tell you what, mate. I hope Pen- I hope Parramatta win this weekend. I can't remember who they're playing. West Tigers. Tigers. Yep. I hope they win because, mate. Could you imagine Penrith, Parramatta, first week of the finals? Yeah, but the reason I don't want Parramatta to win, and I'm with you, that'd be great, but I want the Raiders to win and Parramatta to lose. Parramatta drop out of the top four, Raiders go in, and I win my bet with Seb, which was 50 bucks. Oh, it was. I remember that. 
Mm. But was... it's against the Tigers. It's a chance. Power haven't been good. No, they haven't been good. They're absolutely a chance. Benji Marshall, final game. Maybe he goes on a tear. Maybe he goes 05 on them. I don't they know. Scored tw- they scored 22 points against the Storm. The Tigers on the weekend. Yeah, Tigers are okay. They can score points. Tigers can know. beat the Eels. Put it that way. Tigers Eels... can beat the Eels, and the Eels can definitely lose to the All Tigers. I'm saying is, yeah, I'd like either way. Yes. Because obviously, I like the Raiders. I like to see them in the top four. But, you know, I'd also like the Eels to play Penrith in the first, in round, the first of the round of the finals. It'd be huge. And then we've got the Storm Roosters. I mean, I cannot fucking wait. Dude, I am... I am foaming at the mouth, yeah. punters and dribblers. Yeah. Then we've got Raiders, Sharks, and Newcastle most likely host the Rabbitohs. Yeah. I mean, terrific. Terrific stuff. I can't tell you how much the Sharks are just making up the numbers. Well, again, the Sharks, if they lose this weekend, Dior, who they're playing, can't remember. They're the Raiders. The Raiders. If they lose the Raiders, probably will. First time an NRL team's made the finals having not beaten a team in the top eight. Really? So they, you, they're making the argument that they're the worst team ever <laughs> to make the eight. <laughs> Well, also, if they lose this week, that'll be equal wins and losses. 10 wins, 10 losses. Oh, so yeah. Teams, teams have snuck in before minus 50%, but I think it's more about not being able to beat a top eight side all season. Yeah. That's sort of fucking... You know, put... And now that Shawnee Johnson has gone, he's out for the season with a snapped Achilles, which I can't imagine something more painful. Terrible. Like, I'm sure there are things more painful, but snapping your Achilles just sounds fucking atrocious. He, he fucked my fantasy team this week, lost the semifinals because of that. On fantasy Thanks teams, Sean. shout out to my brother who's going head to head with Chris Dorn in front of the show as well in the final of our Supercoach this oh, weekend. Really? Two grand on the line, lot of coin, lot of coin, lot of coin. So shout out to my brother Kern. Up the Kern, up the Kern. Get we're around, we're on the Kern, boys. Also, just back on Penrith, ominous yep. signs for them. So this is their third minor premiership. Their previous two in '91 and 2003, they both went on to finish the job and get the premiership that year. Good start. That's a good start. Good start. I will say this, though, just in... And this is just a vibe. This is just on a, a Burmo vibe bet. They will not win the comp. I'd love them to, but I just don't think they will. You know what? I'm not going to say that they won't because it's just been one of those years, right? Things are just a bit different. That's all I'll say. It's, no, just, been a, it's just been a different year. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked. Do you know what I mean? No. Wouldn't I want sh- them to win. Part of me wants them to win. Part of me, look, we've we've been through this every week. I think we go through it. Roosters, Penrith for yarn and narrative. Raiders for yarn and narrative. That's about it for me. Eels can fuck off. Storm can fuck off. Sorry, Dave. And then everyone in the bottom of the top eight is not winning shit anyway. But mate, look, October, hurry up, baby. I'm foaming oh, at the mouth. Dude, it's so wet. Can you, Dave? I wanted to see the video of Elliot Whitehead throwing up, only because Dave said it was a it was a. I just back onto my exercise regimen and obviously the heights that I'm reaching. I went for a run with a friend of the show, Jack McLennan, who I've rinsed on here a couple of times before. But every Wednesday, we'll go and do a couple of laps of Bondi. Am I absolutely smashing him up? Yes. I don't know how, but I am beating him. That's an indictment on him. But I ran so hard, Eddie, that I started dry reaching. I didn't vomit because there was nothing in the system, but I was I finished... And then I was standing at this rock, like down the end of the beach, and some chick who's there to like try and meditate on a on a Wednesday morning, and I'm there like fucking. Dry she gets reaching. lumpy berms, dry reaching, in dry her reaching on her towel. I'm like, what a oh way to start God. the day. Good <laughs> lord, <laughs> it's right. it's poor chick's trying to get her namaste's in, and then I just come into a sort of consciousness as. Like, and she's sort of looking at me like... That's one way to ruin a namaste. <laughs> a lumpy berm thrown up on your towel. Oh, my God. Reeking of chafe. 
chafe beyond belief. Coconut oil and fucking pawpaw cream in between the thighs. Um, so that's so Elliot I- Whitehead gets snapped. Did he get snapped? Is that yeah. what happened? Yeah, yeah a couple replays snapped. of the snap. He got snapped. Look at that. Oh, and yeah. then on the back. That's, that's a snapping. Better. Like his shoulder almost gets to the other side of his belly button. Yeah, right. That's a, I mean, bang. Oh, that's, that's your cut and dry snapped in that half. That is. That's a rugby league snapping right there. Oh, my. Oh, <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, look, look back. I don't want to look at that. Oh, it's not an HIA, bro. He just got fucking snapped. Oh, go again. Oh, <laughs> And the cutaway. Yeah. yeah, the cutaway to Sticky is trying to keep his lunch down. How about Sticky getting furious in the box and pegging water bottles out the window on the weekend? Sticky just needs to passion. calm down. No, you love passion. Yeah, that's true. Sticky's one of the only coaches that could be pissing rain and he's like, I'm standing on the sideline. Yeah, that's the true. The other coach is like, I'm in the box, heated, eating party pies. Ricky's like, I want to be as wet as every boy on that field. Don't put a don't. If you come near me with an umbrella, I'm going to slap you across the face. Yeah, we're in it together. We're in it together. I'm going to be soaking wet. Mm. Headphones down. I'm talking to players directly, so I respect that. Yeah, okay, and, fair enough. And f- fired up Ricky. I don't know what it was about, but he fucking pegged a water bottle out of the box. Was it about someone being? He thought. Yeah, I think it was the Whiten offside that he yeah, got. Yeah, yeah. Whiten was offside, but then Whiten got. Yeah, he he argued that Whiten was onside. He got Sinbin, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. For being offside, or was it like yeah. repeated? It, it was like a repeated penalty and on the try line where they were like down for numbers. So he pretty much rushed up to stop the play. Had to do it. Yeah. That's all right. Um, but you can't knock Sticky's passion. Can't knock Sticky or his passion. Eddie, you. Uh, well, this was, this was brought to our attention during the week. Uh, you know, many of the uh, regular listeners to the podcast, obviously, numbers growing by the hundreds of thousands every week. But. We'll remember that as soon as Huawei, the Chinese mobile phone company, uh, announced that they would not be sponsoring the Canberra Raiders for 2021 and beyond, Mm. we called for Canberra Milk to make a comeback. We called on Big Milk to make the right decision. And nothing confirmed, Eddie, but lots of rumors, lots of whispers that Big Milk's reaching out. Well, small milk. Sorry, small milk. We want look. We want to diversify. We don't like the monopolization of milk, Tom. Correct. That was the yarn. Big milk (laughs) needs to be stopped. It needs to be stopped. That's right. I forget what we say sometimes. And small milk, milk. I see as the future. All right. Okay. Keeps dairy farmers alive and well. Well, Canberra milk localized boutique milk. Look, I'll look. I'm going to go out on a limb and go hectic here. Right. Go hectic. If big milk isn't stopped, Tom. You can say goodbye to fresh milk. We'll be drinking powdered shit in no time. Yep. That's what they want. That's what they're angling for. Yep. They're fucking the dairy farms into the ground. We'll be drinking powdered crap if they have their way. So no, bloody. No, you wouldn't get any of the goodness out of the You milk. wouldn't get, mate. No. I'll give you the hot tip. You want to you fucking whip up some powdered milk for your, for your cornflakes? Not unless I'm camping. No, absolutely not. So do the right thing, Canberra Milk. Wrestle back market share. Get on the fucking jersey. Yeah. Now, from what we're hearing, they've sat down. Negotiations have begun. They're rigorous, as you can imagine. Oh, absolutely. Toing and froing, backing and forth. But have we uh, started, you know... Did we put the wheels in motion? Yeah, for one of the great reunions in rugby league to, to, to happen? Yeah, 100%. Look, you're shocked when this shit happens. We say it happens the next week. What do you want us to do? Yeah, and then people are like, oh, dude, notice that Canberra Milk and the milk in the Raiders are now talking. I'm like, yeah, I know, right? It's crazy. How we uh, that? Have you just started following along with the podcast? Because we've been doing this shit for, you know, what, half a decade? Yep. Yeah. 
That's one way of putting it. Mm. I don't know if that's true, but it's close enough. It's, it's true enough. <laughs> it's true enough. What's the most correct answer? You know, when you get the test? Yeah. Mark the most correct answer down. The yep. most correct answer is we're responsible. Yes. Correct. And that we've been doing it for half a decade or more. That is the most correct answer. So shout out to Canberra Milk for not being too proud to sort of listen to people like Eddie and I. Uh, shout out to the Raiders for not being too proud to acknowledge when you're fucked up and maybe you need to sort of... Well, the Raiders were listening. They go, yeah, we did lose the fucking grand final last year. Yeah, we probably aren't going to win this year. How do we change things? How do we right the ship? How do we get a premiership again? Milk. Simple. Simple. They hurt us. Yeah. And Milk hurt us too. So, you know, happy to help. Happy to help. You're happy welcome. To help. You're welcome. Um, was there anything else in rugby league? No, no, let me check the phone. Curtis Scott. Curtis Scott. Speaking, he's a, he's a proud man in milk. He is suing. I think we maybe forgot to talk about the 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 fucking body cam footage a couple of weeks ago. We now, did. Obviously, this is older news, punters, dribblers. But Curtis Milk now suing Curtis Milk. <laughs> yeah, Curtis Milk. <laughs> Curtis Milk. Curtis Milk now suing the police for a hundred grand. Yeah, it sounds about right. Because of what they did to him. Now, when we first heard about Curtis Milk getting in trouble with the popo. We were like, this sounds like we called we called that. We were like, this sounds like a guy who's trying to get his eight hours under a fucking tree outside of one of the great grounds of That's Australian it. sport. He was he was he was uh, he was pissed as a chook. Yeah, and he was drawn to the bright lights of the SCG. He wanted to bathe in the hallowed ground. Correct. So he slept under a tree in the park outside. That's as close as he could get. Getting a bit of bit of shut eye. Getting, getting his, his eight, eight hours. hours. So he could go to back to Cameron, rip and tear and training. That's yeah. what we said. We called it. And then we we're like, of course you're going to be a little bit startled when you're woken up by police. And you think you're having one of the great sleeps. Yeah, in the middle of REM sleep, Eddie. You never wake someone up in REM never. sleep. Never. Never. So they've woken up Curtis. And then you see the footage and it's like they barely woke him up. He was Well, he was so pissed he could barely wake up anyway. And then they're cuffing him while he's asleep. They fucking tasered the poor bloke. Mate, unbelievable. And you, now you know why he was why the NRL were like, nah, bro, you can play. Like, yeah, yeah, fine. yeah. You're all good, dude. Yeah, We've yeah. seen the body cam footage here. Those cops give cops a bad name. I don't know any cops personally, but like cops are trying to do a good job. And those motherfuckers. It was all a bit much, wasn't it? It was a bit much. Is a it bit illegal? Much, is a it, bit much is an understatement. Is it a lot? Is, is it illegal to sleep in a park? Uh, no, it's not. No, like, it's, well, like, I, mean, I, mean, I don't. I don't. I mean, let the man sleep. Let him sleep. Illegal. Like you yeah. go over there. You, you, oh, is he? Is he fucking dead? No, he's not. He's having a sleep Might under a beautiful a, tree. Yeah. A Give him a pillow. Over. Yeah. Get this bloke a pillow or a blanket. You don't fucking taser him for God's sake. Where do, you, how do you arrive at that conclusion? No, yeah, that seemed like a weird, a weird escalation. Boy, let's taser this bloke who's unconscious and in handcuffs. Yeah, they handcuffed him while he was asleep, and then of course you're going to freak out. You're like, what the fuck's going on here, mate? You think you're bloody getting your kidneys harvested? Could have been. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't know. You're in RAM. <laughs> that could have been what was going. on. You, you wake know? up and you're cuffed in a park. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Last time, last thing I remember, I was on the pitch. Yeah, so. Shout out to Curtis Milk. Full support from us, brah. Get that 100k, baby. Get, get that 100k. Get that 100k. Put that back into small milk. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you want to get your legal cost covered and then you want a bit of cheddar on the side to bloody, you know, I'd be investing in Canberra Milk. I'd be putting that money to some good use. Yeah, yeah. Wait, for the, for the people that like to play the equities out there, Canberra Milk's a buy. Buy now. Canberra, Canberra Milk's milk. a buy. Going, going to the moon. Uh, so shout out to Curtis. Shout out to Canberra Milk. Shout out to the Raiders. Shout out to Curtis Milk. Shout out to Equities. Milk-based equities. Milk-based equities and fuck big milk. Fuck big milk. Shout out to boutique milk. Small milk. Small milk.
Boutique's too bougie. Bougie. <laughs> it's not boutique milk. That'd be Byron milk would be boutique milk. Yeah. And if you're... that's there's, It's just not enough. They don't milk. drink milk up there. It's almond milk and um, stuff. Well, that's Byron milk. Yeah. Byron milk is almond milk. We're cow-based milk. We are... Well, I'm actually offended that someone can try and tell me it's milk when it hasn't been squeezed from a tit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Last time I checked, almonds don't have tits. Almonds don't have tits. Not enough. I mean, look, I could be proven wrong. Sure. And almond milk tastes like shit. It tastes like almond water. Yes. Which is what it is. Exactly. It's not milk. This isn't milk. It's disgusting, watery fucking nut water. It's like coconut water that you're now passing off as milk. Yeah, but at least coconut water's got some sweetness yeah, to but it. But coconut, coconut water knows what it is. It it's knows water. It's, it knows it's water. Yeah. And even then, maybe we just call it coconut like liquid, coconut juice. It's not water, is it? Well, water's water. That's like calling orange juice orange water. <laughs> Good point. So, in things that aren't rugby league, in things that are increasingly weird and bizarre, mm. that is AFL. Now, this first story, Eddie, uh, is is a bit. It's got shades of rugby league about it. This is to me. This reeks of Queensland-based clubs trying to woo the the the, the Queensland audience mm. through rugby league based behavior which is kind of what we said that they should be doing a week or so ago yeah so it's unsurprising that they've also listened and they're taking heed but this one is uh the sun's coach Stuart jew you knew his name didn't you you're obviously you're aware of Stuart. yeah, yeah Stuart and i go way back mate. um he has been videoed is it dave pissing in public yep so let's see the video yeah do we have any audio for this I just want to know if someone's yelling out like, oh, he's Stewie. Uh, so no, apparently what happened, so this was actually at a dinner between team officials uh, a few months ago, and this video was sent into the WhatsApp group um, just after, and everyone was told to quickly delete it, but now apparently in, a disgruntled ex-employee uh, has now put it out. That's why it's only been released uh, now. What a fuckwit. fuck? What a fuckwit. That is so lowbred. That is, that's... You're a piece of shit if you do that. Are you serious, bro? Can I can I can I just be honest with the punter and the dribbler? When you gotta go, you gotta go. I listen. Obviously, do you know what I mean. Like we're not advocating in... for everyone to be pissing on the street at all times, but sometimes you gotta piss on the street. Sometimes you gotta. If there's no public toilets, right? And you gotta what? You're gonna wet yourself. You're going to wet your pants What's and walk around option? town? No, What's you're a not. Option? I'm going to piss myself in the middle of this restaurant or in public or in this, like... Everyone listen to this podcast, Tom. Every single dribbler and dribblet... Man, woman, child. ...has pissed in public. Without a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt, right? And this bloke, who couldn't find a public toilet and has gone where he could instead of walking around with bloody urine in his pants... Or... Holding on to it and damaging his prostate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, prostate's a big... Particularly at his age, Tom. Exactly. Big issue. The longer he holds that, Eddie, the, 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 it's going to stretch his... Uh, what's the thing that holds your piss? Bladder. Bladder. It's going to stretch his, his piss sack. Yep. Bladder. Yep. And that's going to mean that his... The, the nerves around the bladder, Eddie, and I've mm. learnt this through my time uh, in the medical profession. Yes. The nerves... Your time as a doctor. The nerves will be stretched... And then it'll be harder for him to hold in piss moving forward and he's going to face incontinence and he's going to be wearing a nappy by the time he's 60. Is that what you want for this bloke? Incontinence? Is that what you're wishing on him? Because that's what the ex-employee is, disgruntled. 
Wishing Dave, can you also do me a favour? Is incontinence shitting yourself or is it also... It's just general uh, looseness of the bowels. Term. So that's bowel. Well, no, bladder and thing. I, and I am quite an expert on this as my dad does uh, dabble in the adult diaper industry. So you're going to say he wears one and I was going to be feeling very bad that I was making adult diaper jokes. Nothing wrong with an adult diaper if you need it. Just saying, you'd obviously prefer to but you're not. But you're not going to fast track yourself into an adult nappy, are no. you? No. What's, what's, what's your old man's nappy brand in case we got any incontinent dribblers out there? Uh, it's Hartman. 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 Hartman nappies. The official out. adult diaper of the podcast. Yeah. Can you bring some in? I'll ask, yeah. I'll Just bring, bring some, some in. in. Yeah. I've never... I'd, yeah. I will try one. It can Look, save if, us time for, you know, during the podcast. If you're That's a dribbler true. that needs one... Ask us for one, and we'll get you some Hartmans. It, it will be anonymous. We won't. We won't no, voice no, we won't, the P and D. Unless you but want we'll to. send you some Hartmans if you'd like some. We might send yeah a care package of Hartmans. Yeah. To Stuart, let's get Stuart's address. <laughs> Scott knows Stuart needs some bloody help. Well, he's going to have to now. He's like, from now on, I'm wearing nappies everywhere I go because if I need to piss, I need to be ready. Yeah, because there's going to be disgruntled employees disgruntled around the corner, dickheads who taking are gonna... fucking footage, throwing me under the bus. Stuart needs diapers more than anyone. Yeah. Great point. Get Hartman's up to him, Dave. You can organise that. Yeah, That's a marketing opportunity. Yeah, there you go. That's Some a fun. great marketing opportunity. The official I think sponsor yeah. Gold Coast Suns, yeah. Hartman Diapers. Mm. Love it. Poor form that, from that disgruntled ex-employee. That's um, awful. That's real shit stuff. Now on to the AFL yarn that I was really excited about, Eddie. And this was sent to us by a friend of the show, Flanners. Shout out to Flanners. Yeah. Congrats on your... New baby boy, bruh. Mm-hmm. Mac, I believe. Go, Mac. Uh, so he sent us this, and it was Gary Ablett Sr. Oh, my God. I actually forgot what we were talking about next. <laughs> and it's going to be excited. So Gary Ablett Sr., obviously the dad of Gary Ablett Jr., as the name would suggest. He's a legend in AFL circles. Well, I've been they, they, they say he's one of the all-time greats. Uh, now, Gary Ablett senior I believe well I think the Ablets in general are heavily Christian family but I well think- Gary Ablett Jr. has like Corinthians 5220 or something in his Instagram bio so yeah. that tells you all you need to know yeah very Christian uh, and Gary Ablett senior though used to be a bit wild I think he is a reformed seen the light I think he is a born again vibe right. uh, there are some Yarns about Gary Ablett Sr. and someone ODing on heroin in a hotel room. That some I don't know. Do, do your own research into that. But that was obviously pre-Christianity. Gary Ablett Sr. Gary Ablett's decided to, whilst he's in the car, driving, mind you, start doing... Is he driving? Yeah. Start doing a YouTube video. He feels compelled to speak about... The coronavirus, the state of the world, and basically where everything's at. Mm. This is a 27-minute diatribe that I fell asleep listening to last night uh, and then woke up, I don't know how far in, going, I shouldn't be falling asleep to this. This is just weird. Uh, But we certainly won't be listening to the full 27 minutes. I reckon there's probably like maybe a couple of minutes at the start, but it's certainly worth a listen just to hear Gary make sense of coronavirus in the world and what's, what's happening. The truth. Uh, this is uh, Gary Ablett, Gary Ablett Sr. Thanks, mate. Um, obviously, I <clears throat> don't do a lot of uh, videos. Um, it just hasn't been me, I suppose, over the years up until now. But uh, Couldn't I wait feel to a little bit compelled and uh, motivated to just come out and 
uh, say some things that really need to be said concerning our current circumstances, not just in Victoria, but in the world, who's really behind it and what they're up to. <laughs> As a Christian now of some 34, 35 years, I've studied a lot of end-time Bible prophecy. Studied it. And it's all happening right now. And I can tell you that we are definitely in the last days leading up definitely. to the second coming of Jesus Christ. He came the first time as the lamb and died on the cross for our sins. Sounds legit. And he's coming back again, but this time as a king, ah. as the lion of the tribe of Judah. Okay. And he is going to come back <clears throat> and take over. Take and uh, he's going to crush the evil one okay. and all evil. Okay. And he will set up his throne, literally in Jerusalem, on the throne of David, that Gabriel, the angel Gabriel, promised Mary when he revealed to her that she would, uh, the, bir- the virgin would be with child. It sounds like a kid that, lying to you. That, uh, the Holy Spirit would come upon her and, and that Jesus Christ would be conceived in her womb, God in the flesh, the incarnation. And that her son, Jesus Christ, yeah. would sit on David's throne. Okay. You read the word, that's what he said to her. So it's all about to happen. We're, as Christians, we're living in exciting times. But for those who don't know Christ, then it's scary because that's what exactly what is happening at the moment. Uh, we're talking about the Illuminati, Freemasonry, fraternities, society, secret society people who are behind all this. It's been going on now since the plans all started with the Illuminati way back in 1776, somewhere there. They've taken their fucking time And to they've been working on this for a long time to bring ago. about... The New World Order, they're all globalists wanting a New World Order so they can put Lucifer on the throne of the world. And this is what is going on. This virus was deliberately made and designed and deliberately released by these people because they're using it as camouflage for their many globalist agendas, including their main one is to crash the global global economy. They're desperate to crash the global economy because they want to bring in their new global digital currency, currency, cashless society, that will lead to the mark of the beast, which is revealed to us in Revelation chapter 13, uh, verses 16 and 17. Society will and he I always causes all, the both small society and great, illegal. rich and poor, bond and free, that. to receive yeah. a mark. And without Take that mark, you cannot fun. buy yes, or sell. No, exactly. I never use this it, is what's well, going on. Cash is They're key. also wanting the Illuminati's goal is to reduce the population of the world to 500 million, and the virus they're trying to use. Why they're crushing known vaccines on the uh, known cures I mean, on the head, like fucking stop the it. malaria drug. I can't. They. I, I will say that if they've chosen COVID as the one to wipe out the poor, world, poor decision. It's a poor choice. Well, it's a poor. Well, it's it's killing about half a percent. It's that's just, a fatality rate. So half a percent of eight billion is what? And I know we've got an aging population, but I don't think that the majority of the world are like eighty-year-old people. No, no, no. I'm, the the fatality rate's half a percent. Yeah. Right? So you, you're not getting anywhere near five hundred million, bro. You're certainly not going to knock us down to five hundred million. I mean, that aside. And look, it's incredible insight from it's Gary. Incredible Alessania. insight. I don't know where Gary. But Gary knows a lot. Gary's, you know, clearly uh, this this you know law, this, is- this in car YouTube live that he's gone with. I don't know what's motivated. Obviously, he's, as he said, he felt compelled. This is this is YouTubing on steroids, you know. When people get drawn down the rabbit hole, we've all been drawn down the rabbit hole, punters and dribblers. You know what I mean? Yeah, completely. all of us. 
but Gary Senior's run with it. Yeah, yeah, we're seeing and Gary. This is a man. This is a man that's lost live. control on a YouTube session. He's coming to us live from deep within a YouTube <laughs> rabbit hole. <laughs> that he has not been able to find his way out no, of. He started it, you know. Down. Maybe five years ago, he just he sat down at his computer for the first time and, and, and discovered YouTube and has not found his way out of it No since. idea what's going on. And it's actually kind of probably dangerous for people like Gary's age. Yeah. Because they don't understand the power of a YouTube rabbit hole. Well, they just don't know that most of it's bullshit. They and just, just go, because well, cause they're, they're of the ilk that, okay, if someone said it, it must be true. It must you be know true. What I mean? Oh, look, they put ominous music behind the thing yeah. that they're saying. And oh, wait. Well, like the, What he's saying is actually making a fuckload of sense. Oh my god, so the globalist elite, the Illuminati's been planning this for 300 years. I'm just going to keep watching videos like this because they're recommended to me. Oh, here you go, here's another one like And I'm just going to stay on narrative. Like, I'm not going to look up like counter arguments. Debunking. Why would I? Well, not, he's not going to waste his time looking up counter arguments, is he, Tom? I mean, why would you? Why would you? Why would you? Because God's put him on this path. God's put him into this rabbit hole. Well, he's warrant. been studying uh, the biblical scriptures <laughs> for a while now. 34 years. 34 then. years has Gary Ablett Sr. And Jesus the Lamb died on the cross. He's back as the king. He's going to sit on the, the chair of David. Yeah, and, and the Illuminati. That was promised to Mary. The Illuminati want to put Lucifer on there, though. See, uh, like, yeah, that needs to be stopped. Mm. I don't want Lucifer on the chair of David. No. I mean, if we can avoid it, obviously, if we can avoid it. I don't know. Maybe they've already set things in motion. Maybe Gary's the voice we need in this dark time, though. Maybe he is. Turn to, look, to, look to Gary. There's a, the, what I find funny on a serious level is the level of delusion that Gary has that he thinks that anyone isn't looking at this and sort of laughing at it. That's, I feel sorry for Gary. No, but bit. Gary thinks that he has worked it all out. I know. Which is crazy to me. That's like, why it's even funnier because he's filming it in his fucking car as he drives through Turak. Or we're definitely in the age of the second coming. That's can what you, he said. Can you click to how he finishes the video? Yeah, I was just showing a couple of comments, which the first one was uh, quite supportive. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm sure. Um, Looks a little long. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, TLDR. Okay. Should we go to the end? No, just let me see the comment. I don't okay. want to quickly see it. So he's uh, made some dot points here. So Popeye has come points. through here. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man will deceive you. See, what annoys me about the whole like biblical yarn, just whenever they get into it, is why do you need to start talking in like elvish old English? Like, take well, us heed into thine... Be- like, just talk to me like a fucking nah, man. Yeah, I- we've updated the text... Can we get it just in like yeah, yeah, modern yeah. day? Can Let's, you put it in like they text, need to up, they text need message to update form? It. They need to update the the script. Like you know, put some emojis. Yeah, put in some there. fucking emojis in there. You know, put a gif. They put modern twist. <laughs> they put modern twists on Shakespeare's work. Everything. Well, I mean, Baz Luhrmann did it. Baz Luhrmann to, to Romeo and Juliet to great success. Tom, shout out to Baz. I oh, know. I'm I'm sick of the to heed and to the sheed and all to that. To thine crap. be the truth and the no. Holy Spirit. No, you've lost me. Well done, Gary. It needs Our to be full of colloquialism. Hope. Look up the Corbett Report. All correct. I'm sure it is. Hold on, let me get some quotes. For God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son. Begotten son. Can we fucking... Mate, this is all very supportive. Ignore it, your peril. (laughs) Holy shit. I saw Channel 7 News showing your video and they commented about you living a troubled (laughs) life. I don't agree with the wording of troubled, but I replace it with victorious as sons and daughters of God through Jesus Christ. 
I'm not, not troubled, but victorious. Not a bad point. Not a bad point. Wow. Pepsi powers. Jesus touched me on the penis. <laughs> <laughs> Can you... Uh, I just want to see how he yeah, finishes it. Because yeah, I want to yeah. see... He's obviously... Holy you would hope that after 30 minutes... Bunners and dribblers, you've got to go check it out yourself. We're not going to go through Gary Ablett Senior, what's really going on and who's behind it all is the caption. Globalism. This is all, as I mentioned, the people earlier behind it all. It's all about bringing in their new world order. Oh my God, it's about to pass out. Except for one thing. They need to crash the global economy. And they have to do that so they can bring in their new... Their big meeting in the middle of next year, the global reset. Cash will be gone. And what they're trying to bring in is their global digital currency. One world money system. That's going to lead to the mark of the beast. And if you open your Bibles now and read Revelation chapter 13, verses 16 and 17, you'll see the fulfillment of it, which proves that the Bible is God's word, that it's the truth, because it was written over 2,000 years ago. Damn. It's about to happen. It's mm. on the horizon and it's about to come to pass. What is, how does Gary like. And Jesus said, I tell you these things ahead of time. Justify things when it doesn't. So that happen. when they happen. Like in 2022. When they when come to pass, you may believe. When, when it never happened. Yeah. Guys, we're living in uh, the end times, and God's about to wrap things up. We're approaching very fast, approaching the end of the age, and uh, it's time to open your Bibles. It's time to read it and believe it and give your heart to Jesus Christ and get saved and have have had that eternal security, and then you don't have to be in fear. You don't have to stress because he's got you covered, and you are eternally secure. And physical death, nothing to be, nothing to be feared. Then, so, so he's saying. Uh, thank you for he, uh, yeah, listening gonna... to me, and um, I hope that uh, this video is, is is fruitful and helpful fruitful. to a lot of people. Uh, thanks, thanks for listening, guys. See thank ya. you, thank you, Gary. That was fruitful. That was fruitful. That was helpful. That was illuminating. Look, you know, Gary's out there doing his bit. Listen, for humanity, the world would be a much more dull place without. 30-minute Gary Ablett Senior videos like this on YouTube. Let me, let me first say that. I don't judge the man. I think he's fucking crazy, <laughs> but I'm more than happy for him to continue. I mean, can we subscribe to his channel? Is it, what's his channel called? Has he got any other videos? Gary Ablett. So he's got 2.2 thousand subscribers, <laughs> but this video got 140,000 views already in Dude, about four days. get Gary up. Has he got more of this sort of shit? Oh, he's got... Clarifying some things. Three days ago, has he gone again? He's gone to clarify some things. Yes! Yes, here we go. It's I only... mean... uh, he's really got the angles right. Yeah, he has, yeah. actually. Hey, guys. It's uh, Gary Ablett Senior here again. <clears throat> I, uh, so I just... Put uh, on your channel. Just bro, a follow-up. <laughs> uh, a short video to follow up on some things I said yesterday on a, on a video I released uh, where I mentioned uh, organisations such as the Illuminati mm-hmm. and Freemasonry and what they're really all about. How long does this go for? And I uh, understand that there may be uh, some people out there who may be involved in the Illuminati or in the Freemasons mm. who don't agree with my views and may be very upset with me. <laughs> now, I understand that. Um, but I haven't said anything that I can't back up with solid evidence. <laughs> and I don't say things like that lightly. And can I encourage you and challenge you that if you don't agree with my views about what the Illuminati and the Freemasonry fraternity is really all about and who they really worship, can I challenge you 
to get on the internet and look up Barry Smith End Times Part 1, 2 and 3 YouTube, told you. <laughs> and you'll come away with a whole new appreciation of what the Illuminati and the Freemasonry fraternity is really all about who they worship and how they operate mm -hmm. so if you want to know the truth Dad's got it's there for you to, to see and to find. If you if want the you truth, really want go to watch this crack YouTube and video. And I appreciate and if you don't that's share true. my views. Yeah. But that's, but that's as I said, I don't take what <laughs> I said lightly yesterday on that, on that video. That's his proof. But the reason I said it is because I want you to know that God loves you. And I love you too. And I care enough to tell you the truth. Because I will say this. Being in organisations such as the Illuminati and Freemasonry, which is a witchcraft system... Mm that it's very dangerous and perilous to one's eternal soul. That's why I said what I said. Who's talking witchcraft Because now, I care bro. enough to tell you the truth. It's up to you whether you're w willing to receive it and search it out for yourself to know the truth. This because your be eternal destiny is at stake. So please, I challenge you to get on the internet and look up Barry Smith, <laughs> End Times, Part 1, 2 and 3. That's my proof. And you'll see that You'll see yeah, there is, that everything is. I've said is spot on. <laughs> it's the truth. Right. So you've How you respond to that is totally up to you. That's not my problem. Thank you very much. Imagine sitting around the dinner table with, with Gary Ablett Sr. at the moment. And, and, he's, just just, and he's just smashing you. And you're just going, Dad, can you shut the fuck up? Fucking shut up. And then 2021, he'll be like, it's happening, it's happening. And then it doesn't happen. And he's like, holy shit. And then he'll just find another justification. Well, Barry Smith will put up another three parts. No, 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 the fourth part. The, the fourth, fourth part will come up and he'll go, I've got me dates wrong. The the quant models spell out the wrong number. It's 2023. Oh, fuck, hang on. No, 2024. Just imagine Mrs. Ablett, Gary Ablett Senior, Mrs. Gary Ablett Senior, whatever the fuck. She married this Adonis football player. Who and now just... she's like coming down the stairs at three in the morning and just sees the light billowing from the office and Barry's in there. Or Gary, sorry. <laughs> Sitting there with his bloody eyes bleeding, staring at a screen, just like, oh my God! Did you see what. Dal, get down here! It's the end times! Holy shit. Why didn't he wait to get home to film that video? I just. That's the most perplexing thing is that. Like, no, 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 because he was overcome. In the car? No, he was, he was overcome. But he you just know what had I mean, to. Though? He had to get off his chair. But did he. Like, no, that's off the dome. Where, where was he driving to for half an hour? Did and he did he set up a around? YouTube account while he was in the car? Or has he always had a YouTube account? No, was he? He can, wasn't live, was he? See how old it is. Joined first November eighteen. Okay, okay so, so he's, he's had, had one, probably just so that he could subscribe, watch fucking people's shit. So that's that's clearly when he started his YouTube rabbit hole. His first there November twenty eighteen. First November twenty twenty. Hasn't come out since. That's the beginning. Someone has shown him how to use YouTube on that date, November first, twenty eighteen, and he has been stuck in a rabbit hole ever, ever since. since. And I tell you what makes it even more boomer of him is that like. If you were wanting to like come out to the world with like, think about our good friend Wayne the Rock Johnson. It's Instagram, baby. That's where you do it. You go on Instagram, you put up your story, and everyone fucking watches it. He's gone and put up a YouTube live video whilst in the car. <laughs> Rest in power to that butt. What the fuck? Oh, that's, Ooh, yeah. no, that's dank. That's dank. We won't read that. Um. Anyway, shout out to Gary Ablett Senior. Yeah. Glad he said how evil Illuminati is because you know they were door knocking in my area and I thought it would be nice to join him, but 
seen that video. Now. There you go. Yeah, thank God. Thank God. Yeah. Mate, I'd, I'd, I'd drop into the comments and just and just say something. Dude, can you drop into the comments, Dave, and ask him to reach out? This one's probably got less comments. Oh, I still have 370 comments. Can, well, I, can you please subscribe to that, Dave, so we can see if any new... Uh... Yeah. Keep us abreast. Yeah. Keep us abreast. Because I'm... Should I, should I just comment something like, hey, mate... Love what you're coming out with. We've got a podcast. We'd yeah, love to hear we'd some love to get you on. We can do a Zoom. We can do whatever. Yeah, we have a Zoom. Yeah, we'll Zoom you, bruh. And like maybe put in some like, dude, can you write it in religious text? <laughs> I doth love what you be <laughs> preaching. <laughs> or do we really want to try a game on? I think it'd be a bit... Uh, so like, be no, 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 no. Write it properly and we'll try okay, a game on. Yeah, let's try a game on. Love what you're preaching here. I I I, inter- uh-huh. I intern on a podcast or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm the producer of a podcast. Yeah, producer, yeah. Of a what? Just a podcast? Yeah, yeah of, podcast? A, of a podcast. Yeah. Um, we'd love to get you on to hear more about to 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 hear to, to hear more about the truth. Yeah, yeah. Of what's actually going on? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. About what's actually going on? Yeah, perfect. Um. Happy to do. We can do Zoom or just on the phone, whatever works. Rabbit holes soon, bro. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. No, we want to please reach out. Yeah, please reach out. Cheers. Dave. Amen. 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 <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Peace be with you. No. Amen. All right. All right. We'll see how we go. Yeah. Love it. Love it. That's AFL, uh, Eddie. Now we did mention uh, in that last one there, just about. Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And I was, you know what, I was really, it warmed my heart how many of the P's and D's reached out with this thing that The Rock had done this week. So... Mate, the punter and the dribbler are waking up to The Rock. Yeah, and they're seeing it. And they're, they're, they're starting. You know to what realize, I mean? They're yeah. starting to realize, holy shit, this guy is a fucking huge day. Huge day. One of the biggest days of all time. Now, yeah, Dave, let's get this up here. Um... The yeah, that second, one. That, the, first, that one. first one. Can you try and big screen that so we can see it? Yes. Okay. So some of you may, uh, well, a lot of you sent it through to us. Some of you may have seen, some of you may not have. The Rock put up a photo on his Instagram over the weekend of the front gates of his house removed from the fence, and mm. they were on the on the grass. Yeah. Eddie, if you could be so kind as to read the Rock's, I'll read the Rock. This is the Rock. Not my finest hour, but a man's got to work. We experienced a power outage due to severe storms causing my front gate to not open. I tried to override the hydraulic system to open the gates, which usually works when power goes out, but this time it wouldn't. Made some calls to see how fast I can get the gate tech on site, but I didn't have 45 minutes to wait because he works too hard. He works too hard. Every minute filled. Yeah. By this time, I know I have hundreds of production crew members waiting for me to come to work so we can start our day. Okay. Hundreds. Hundreds, sure. So I did what I had to do. I pushed, pulled, and ripped the gate completely off myself, tore it out of the brick wall, severed the steel hydraulics, and threw it on the grass. My security team was able to meet the gate technician and welders about an hour later, and they were apparently in disbelief and equally scared. Not my finest hour, but I had to go to work, and I think I'm 100% ready to be... Black, Black Adam, Adam ripped gates. R.I.P. Gates. Now, I give you the fucking hot tip, punters and dribblers. This is a lie, right? This is a fucking lie from top <laughs> to bottom. From top to bottom. He did not rip the gates off by hand. No. He drove into them with yeah. his ute. 
<laughs> or he threw a rope over the back of him and ripped him off. Yeah, like, just, just... Bullshit. If you, mate, okay, fair income, you're a fucking homo sapien, mate. You're not a gorilla. Like, you're, you're strong. Yeah. Sweet. But if your gait, right, you're like the, one of the biggest celebrities on the planet. You've got the most Instagram followers, I think, or right up there. Or close. And you're, and you're and, worth like and, hundreds of millions yeah. of dollars. And your gait can be ripped off by hand. Like, are you serious, bro? What sort of fucking gates have you had put in? Crap. You would have got the best because you would have gloated about your new gate system. Yeah, like, exactly. If you go back far enough, there'd be some, there'd be some, some post, post about and go, oh, gate. this is fucking titanium steel, first grade, best in class, all this crap. He'd crap on and on about it, I guarantee you. You didn't fucking rip it off. He's the hand. king of the, it's not the humble brag, because it's, there's not humble about it, but of him trying to pass off what is just blatant self-service Serving bullshit as like just being like honest and funny. Can we just go scroll back to the and you top? Know, and he's trying to he's trying to. So just here, not my finest hour, but a man's got to go to work. We experienced the power outage, blah blah blah, causing uh, front gates not to open. Tried to override the hydraulic system, usually works. The power goes out this time, wouldn't. No, here we go. Made some calls to see how fast it can get to the site. Didn't have forty five minutes to wait. That's the first one. You can't wait forty five minutes. He's either running so late already because he probably rocks up to. Oh, we've got we've got ins. I've heard that The Rock rocks up late to set. Forty-five minutes isn't long. No, it's not. And also, you can climb the fence and get an Uber. But anyway, by this time, I now have hundreds of production crews. So there's the first, like, everyone is waiting on me. I am the king. No, there's a lot of other shit to do. They could, look, either way. You don't. It's like it's an unnecessary addition. You could just be like, by this time I'm running fucking late. But mm. instead, it's I have hundreds of crew waiting for me. So we do, so we can start the day. So here's what I did. I pushed, pulled, completely ripped it off myself. Why? No, you didn't. No, you didn't though, dude. Climb the wall and get a fucking get the, hire car. Yeah, I'm You're sorry, worth like how much are you worth? Hundreds of millions of dollars. Get a hire car. I'm surprised you don't already. And Why look, the fuck would you want to drive? And then he goes, did it myself. Okay, even if that's what you want to do, he wants to give you more information about how he did it himself. Tore it completely off the brick wall, severed the steel hydraulics, and threw it on the grass. Running so late, he had plenty of time to take the photos and, and draft up the caption. <laughs> he, would have said, he would have put that up before he left. So I... So Go I down. did what I had to do. What's that first comment? They, they, my security team. All right, we get. What's your security team doing? Don't they realize the fucking power outage before? Like, did they help you rip this thing out? The gate opened the other way. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> that's what's his name? Fucking that's Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Like, seriously, what a fucking security team. He comes back. He comes back with another post, sort of like doubling down on it. Read the next. Missed the, it. So he's got a video. Hold on. Here's Let's the destruction. Read it, first. read it and then we'll watch the video. Here's the destruction I left behind after pulling my gates off and going to work. Off right myself. Up. He yeah. specifies it. Yeah. Again. Pulling the gates off myself and going to work. This footage was taken from my security after I, another humble brag. I got security. Uh, if you got security, why do you need gates that are so fucking rock solid? Uh, after I had already left and arrived on the scene. What's that mean? Left and here, right? Oh, sorry, the technician, right. Second video is of our uh, technicians and welders carrying one of the gates and placing it gently on the grass. As you guys know from my last post, there was a power out. Yeah, get it, get it. Maybe next time I'll just hop the gates and call an Uber. Actually, no, I won't. There's no fun in that. 
Jokes aside, thank you to the Texan welders who mobilized very quickly in the morning to come over and take care of the destruction. Thank you, gentlemen. Just one of those days where I wasn't in the mood. We've all been there. So are you telling me, and let's just say it's true, right? Let's say it's true. This man has severe anger problems. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! Can you imagine, like, seeing your dad? Like, that's not a great role model. Everyone's like, the rock's so good. It's like, nah, dude, that's like roid rage. (laughs) It's exactly. If it is true, that boy needs to go see someone. He needs help. That's roid rage (laughs) to the point where he's trashed his gates. You know what I thought about when I heard of this? Him going on to set and fucking regaling his story to every man, woman, and child, the person that gets the coffees, the person, you know what I mean? Yeah. Every single person. And everyone just rolling their eyes going, oh, oh my God. Have you seen Dwayne up. today? He is fucking Have walking around telling yeah. this story about him ripping the uh, gates off. He, he walked in late and says, everyone, everyone, gather around for I will let you know why I'm why late. I'm late. But he and does he that. He does, like, he does speeches. Like oh yeah, I've seen, seen him before. Yeah, yeah. Where he's like, everybody, listen, I just am so excited that we can get together and I'm really believing this product. And in case you don't remember, even though I've told you 400,000 times, I only had $7 once. And now I do have way more than that. And my company's called Seven Bucks Productions because I used to have seven bucks. And now I have hundreds and millions of bucks. Uh, so let's get ready on the show. Let's watch this video. Oh, do we need sound? It's just him. Sounds on. He's not. He's not there. This is his security team. Right. Like, I mean, the police should have been called. This is. Like, this would be traumatic for a child to see their dad do that if he did in fact do it. He didn't actually rip it out of the brick. No. So he's lying there. Yeah. You know what? I'd be half surprised he had a fucking metal saw and he just went and cut him off. They don't look bent. No. Nothing looks bent. You would have to see some bend in that metal for that to be legit, right? It's bullshit. It is complete bullshit. And also, are you telling me that motherfucker doesn't have cameras at his front gates? Yeah, put up the footage. Put up the footage. He would have gone inside and deleted it and then left. Bro, put up the footage. If you ripped those gates off, Rock, put up the footage. Put up the footage. Where's the footage, bro? Put up the footage. The Rock, shout out to him. Hover technology soon, bro. (laughs) Hover foam technology, sorry. That's the rock. Dude, you know, I don't... I used to love him when he was a wrestler. I guess when he was playing like a brash, arrogant person. He's lost... He's too famous now. It goes and, there, it fucks him but up. But he's like... He doesn't... He's like He's like removed from reality. Because again, it's not about being like a hater, even though we are fucking hating on him. But it's like, this guy isn't genuine. And the way he pretends He's living to be in a fantasy world. Fucking grinds my gears. He's living dude. in a fantasy world. But I'm also like addicted to his content. Because it's so outrageous. I'm addicted to it. You definitely didn't do that, Rock. If you did release the footage, and the reason you... If you did do it, you won't release the footage because it was a man in the midst of roid rage. You didn't do it. He didn't do it. Punters and Dribblers, I want to bring to your attention some concerning news. uh, Certainly concerning for this podcast, Tom. Yep. Now, articles surrounding the internet swirling around recently that caught my eye... There is a concrete cricket pitch in Barrel, which is where the great Donald Bradman spent his youth. Not the only great to come from Barrel, mind you. Myself also born in Barrel Hospital. Now, it has been uh, in disuse, I think, since 2014. Why it's not open to the public anymore, I'm quite fucking... I'm I'm flabbergasted. Why wouldn't it even be like fucking... Like it's a place to come and... 
so pay your you know pay your respects. There's a cricket pitch, concrete cricket pitch in Barrel that apparently birthed Sir Donald's love affair with the game. That's where apparently he played all his like primary school into high school cricket. He used to go down there on Wednesday afternoons and swing the willow and score big. Yeah, yeah, go large. Now, it was late in 1892, right? And closed to the public in 2014. That's my first fucking gripe, firstly. Why it was closed to the public, I will well, no, not I, know. No, see, I don't mind it being closed to the public if it's going to be respected and revered well, and, well, like, yeah, a shrine. Yeah, if, if it's a shrine, but it's not. It's, it's falling into... Disuse and disregard, Tom. Dilapidation. Dilapidation. And now, it gets worse, development proposal. They want to put townhouses on it. Oh, yuck. Now, is this... This is Australia's mecca. This is... Is it not? Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. It's where every Australian should be at... Well, look. Second. Plakas and Peter Volandis and then Bradman's... Concrete pitch. Concrete pitch. When do they... Do we see in this article here when they want to develop it? Because we should start a movement. It was heritage. Did that say that the site was heritage listed well, in 2017? I think they applied for a heritage listing. Proceeded to heritage list the site, but the developers are pushing ahead, taking the matter to the Land and Environment Court. Commission on the site mediation at the end of September. That's right now, mate. These developers need to be stopped. Who's the? They're trying to rip down the, heritage listed the, sites. Who are the Tom? developers? Uh, I think it's it's a. Is it a council development? Surely no, 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 no. Find out who the developers are and we'll start ba- like bagging them online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be able to get up the development application, the DA. Because that's what needs to happen. We basically need to shame these developers. It's What I just read, it said it was heritage listed in 2017. They at least are applying for it to be heritage listed. Well, I think they, they got it heritage listed and then from what it said in the article, it seemed like the developers are appealing that. And trying to get it. Have they no soul? Yeah, this is this is one of the most un-Australian things I've ever heard in my life. Sir Donald Bradman's literally learnt to score tons on this cement fucking pitch. Uh Sir Donald Bradman, who is Demi, right? Yeah. One of Australia's well, favourite sons. You could argue the greatest Australian to ever live. Ever live. The greatest all time will go down as the greatest all time. When we when the when the sun is when the sun swallows the earth. He'll still have the test average record, and Parramatta still won a one a comp. That's what I'm. That, I'm sure of both of those facts. And the developers are rolling in there and trying to replace it with townhouses. Now, I mean, like, it, there's just the 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 lack of uh, sort of sanctity that is held by big business is it's fucking it's criminal. fucking criminal, mate. It's criminal, and it's getting worse. And what for a couple of shitty, bland, fucking you know, run-of-the-mill townhouses that are going to look exactly the same. No one can score tons on it. We might have to swallow our words here. So the developers are actually a company called ERF Hospice Foundation Limited. And so Hospice. it is, it's meant to be for people with disabilities and old folks, this planned development. Build somewhere else! Mate, it doesn't matter. Hold on. Or build around it! <laughs> Let the kids learn to play, or, you know, like... Oh, you, they love at- it, the old folks. So see, imagine living next to Bradman's cricket pitch. Listen. Imagine looking out your balcony Listen, and that's I'm where not, Bradman grew I'm up. not against building things for the disabled. I'm not anti that either, but, but leave also, the cricket pitch. There's also a lot of space... Leave in the it. Southern Highlands, for which to build for disabilities. But all I'm saying is, if you have to build it there, build around it. Yeah, fuck yeah. Build around it. It's like in Greece. You know what they're doing in Greece? And obviously, so that we, we, when you go into, I think, Athens, the train station, 
all the walls in the in the translation of glass because when you dig down in fucking Greece, you're ve- invariably you are finding shitloads of artifacts, mm. and so they just glass over all the walls. Now, obviously, the things that they've dug out <laughs> to make the translation have probably have all been disappeared or ruined. But like along the walls is glass, so you can see like ancient like pots and shit all like in the different levels of the soil. Just pres- just build around preserve it. it, preserve it, preserve it. If you're putting in a hospice center, if, that, if that's the right term, or a, or a space a space for the disabled to live, and hospice is, uh, is would it, would hospice it, is about where you go to pass away. Is but it would not? it would it be wrong in saying that maybe a cricket pitch could like, be of sub benefit? Lighten the mood. Lighten the mood. Let's go toss the arm over, swing the willow. Where oh maybe on Sir Donald's fucking yeah old the most pitch. famous cricket pitch in the world. Like these developers, mate, they would have grown up on a diet of test cricket. You know what I mean? Well, unless they're not from this country, Eddie, and I'm not making it about that, but I'm just saying if they are But from... when did they lose their way? That's what I'm making it about. When did the nation lose its way? Good Lord. There should be protests in the street about this, Tom. I mean, we're, we, are, we are trying to get that off the ground, I assume. Are we going to start maybe a protest, Eddie? Well, I, I mean, don't know if I'm going to make it, but I'm just saying. Like, no, I mean, if people want to protest in our honour. Uh, that'd be great. Like on our behalf, I Can should say. Can we make say. like a fucking just an online protest? Do we start a change.org? Maybe a change.org. Get a petition going. Something of that ilk, Tom. Because so, from where I'm sitting, this is a national disgrace. Yeah, it is. They'll talk about this when the sun's being swallowed, <laughs> swallowing the earth. And they'll go, yeah, the Don's still got the highest average, but we fucking... Got rid of his pitch. We got rid of his pitch. And again, obviously... We couldn't glass it up. What they're building is nice. I understand that. Keep both. Keep both. That's all we're saying. Keep both. Or just the pitch. Uh, Final topic before we get into some dribble, Tom. Yep. Hang with me. Yep. The Brumbies won the Super Rugby final. Yes. In a famous night in Canberra. It was a famous night in Canberra. Don't know the score, but I know they won. Mm Mm-hmm. Now... There was a lot of rhetoric flying around about it being a title uh, a drought breaker. Do you feel comfortable I with, don't feel with comfortable. drought breaker being no, thrown I around? I don't feel comfortable. And I also, this is probably wrong of me because the, the competition is what it was and they won it. But the but scenes after they won it, I was like, fuck, I don't know. It's not that exciting. I know that's harsh, maybe, and you could be a Brumbies fan or a Brumbies player listening and be like, fuck you, dude. We won the comp and we were excited about it, and completely well within your rights to be excited. But the rhetoric around it being drought break. No, no, you're like, allowed to be pumped up. It was a win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you were only but playing it's not, Australian but teams. It's, yeah, like, that's, it's, it's like, you know, it's like winning the nines at the start of the tournament, at the start of the year and going, oh, drought break. Yeah, yeah. No, like, if the not. Eels, have the Eels won the nines? They did, maybe, they one did, year. Yeah. Like, was that branded was that a, around as a drought break? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Because it's not the same thing. No. I think what I would like if we ever get back to some form of international uh, domestic rugby sort of, you know, like uh, super rugby vibes, is to see that sort of excitement when there's maybe like make it more about a playoff for the number one seed in the country. And then if you become that number one seed in the country, then you win the national title, right? I'd be all about that. And then um, then I'm behind all this drought breaking yarn. But like... You've made it up. Yeah. This was a weird year in a weird comp and that you won. It was not the drought break. It's the first time the comps have been held. So it's actually just the first. It's the inaugural. It's the inaugural. You won the, inaugural, you won inaugural. the first. But good on you. Like, good on you. 
Yeah, well, the, the drought's not over because there wasn't a drought. No, there was no drought. You could argue New South Wales, like the Waratahs and now are in a one-year drought. Why? Because they didn't win. Do you know what I mean? Right. They yeah, 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 yeah. Like, exactly. You're not going to use the word drought because that's fucking ridiculous. It no, just hasn't rained just for one year. It hasn't rained for one year, so it's not even fucking, not even in the same realm. Ask the eels what a drought is. Yeah, yeah. Ask them. You want to know what a drought looks like? Save, you know, obviously you can go to Western New South Wales, but ask the eels. They'll <laughs> tell you what a drought's like. Yeah. And it's not what the Brumbies want. No, it ain't. That ain't breaking no droughts. That's a day's rain. So I just wanted to say that. But shout out to the Brumbies. Dave, what was the score? Uh, it was 28-23. Okay, some points scored. Points scored. <laughs> Bryce, you've fucking been let go by the Titans. Oh, really? Yeah, they got rid of him. Fuck, it's about time. I know. But he's now training with famed sprint coach Roger Fabree. <laughs> So, yeah, you know what, dude? Let me actually just send this to Dave. We'll do it just before dribbles. Um, so, uh, Bryce Cartwright, Eddie, I forgot to, uh, we've, we forgot to mention this in our earlier rugby league chat, but he's been let go from the Titans. Uh, Bryce has had an indifferent fucking career, uh, obviously punctuated by the start of the year when he almost fucked the comp by not wanting to get an injection. Whatever. He's been let go by the Titans from his $750,000 a year contract. Is he on that much? He was on $750,000. He played like 40 games. Uh, But from what I've seen here, and we're about to play a a video from Channel 9's Danny Widler, he has teamed up with famed sprint coach and king of the cadence. Mm. Cadence king. Cadence king, Roger Fabry. So let's just, I haven't watched this has been in free fall in recent years, but he is determined to prove... No, you can't see it now. Drag back. There we go. Playing Origin, Bryce Cartwright's career has been in free fall in recent years, but he is determined to prove it's not over. Back, training in Sydney, Cartwright insists he's more motivated than ever to get back to his best. Bryce Cartwright writing wrongs. He's turned to sprint guru Roger Fabry to turn his career around. You may lose form or you may lose speed or you may lose focus. But you don't actually lose ability. Ability has never been the issue for Cartwright. He's been an Origin squad member. The desire to play football, is it in you? Yeah, oh, of course. Uh, I've played since I can remember. Grew up with football in my hands, slept with one. Um, it's all I think about, still watch every game. You know the knock on you is that you look like sometimes you don't want to play. How do you respond to that? Yeah, it's not the case. Um, I don't know too much to say about that. Like My passion has never left. In his short career, Cartwright has dealt with a lot off the field. This season, he refused a flu shot and with wife Chanel, unwittingly became the face of the anti-vax movement. It got pretty nasty, some of the things that were getting... Um, what was the worst of it? Uh, yeah, I don't want to go too much into it, but yeah, obviously it involved What's the worst children, thing anyone's but, ever said to you? You know, the only... Threats uh, against them and you. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Some of the hate sinks in. Anyone want to kill At you? some point, it does take a toll. Have you sought any help? I speak to a counsellor every now and then just to just to clear my mind and um, I have, you know, little things like meditation or, or things like that just to clear my head and uh, it can be simple as, you know, just going for a swim, staying off my phone and taking the kids to the beach, something like that. That'll clear my mind and... And I'll be at ease again. Danny Widler, Nine News. For breaking that news, was a weird to That was weird. That didn't really it's tell a weird us. story. I didn't get much out of that at all. You know what I would have changed about it? More about Roger Fabry and the power of Cadence. Way more about Roger Fabry and the power of Cadence. But like, he's working with Roger. 
because he wants to get his career back yeah. on track. The story should have started and finished with cadence That's and it. its power. He's back with Roger trying to get trying to get some speed back into his game. Mate, we've always said, we've always said if you lose a bit of form, if you lose a bit of, you know, Get up and go on the football field. You got to you got to start and finish with the most important aspect of that. It's cadence. It's cadence. Every rugby league player worth their salt has uh, found the love of the game again mm. through work with Roger Fabrique. And his and his obsession and his, with cadence and his obsession with cadence, the king of cadence, Roger Fabrique. So that story, Danny, it lacked a lot of Danny. Actually, surprisingly, I didn't see any of Danny there, but also saw. Not even close to the appropriate amount of Roger for Bruce. Hey, Tom, Eddie, Dior, P's and B's, Miller. All the recent Hopper talkers pulled her brushes with lame out of the deepest part of my memories. I can't help but think back to the night as a fresh-faced 18-year-old strolling into Porky's in King's Cross for the first time. Sitting in there, glowing off four Coronas, mesmerised by the temptresses on display. We got offered... A private dance which we just couldn't resist as uh, fresh school leavers money wasn't exactly flowing so we made the odd decision to go three ways in a private dance anyway, three ways towards the bloke that took the money and who would be before me than the great John Hopper Hopperwadi himself I was starstruck as he asked for the $120 for a dance and, as, and I thought I'd ask are you John Hopperwadi to which he replied yep fair enough Hopper there's nothing harder, excuse the choice of words there, than hiding a half mongrel in the face of one of the great characters of rugby league. My God. In short, we got a three-way dance. I'll never look my mate in the eye again, and Hopper wasn't as big as I thought he would be. Cheers. Cheers soon. you fucking threatening the Hopperwadi there. I mean, well. Oh that was a... Hang on, was Hopperwadi in the three? Hopperwadi was no, dude. Hopperwadi was the one who was taking the money for yeah, the dance. Yeah, I thought so. Hopper wasn't in the three-way with this guy, <laughs> and the three-way dance. Splitting a dance three ways is huge, very huge. That is outrageous. Shout out to you, bro. Shout out to the poor lady who was dancing for you, fucking sickos. <laughs> but also, very reasonable way to make money if that's the way you want to do it. No, no shame in that. John Hopperwadi getting the cash for you is helpful. <laughs> Oh That's what you God. want. If you're a stripper in Porky's... Because you're getting your cash. You get, you know you get your money if you've got Hopper chasing it for oh, you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're paying, a, you're paying in full. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, whoever the management is at Porky's, if it's still open, an astute hire was John Hopperwadi. One of the great hires. One of the great hires. One of the great hires all time. We move on. <laughs> My God. Tom, steady. Punters and the dribblers. How are you, boys? Um, it's an international dribble here, calling in from New York. Actually, it's not calling in, it's pre-recorded, of course. Uh, big shout-out to the Prince and the King, great lads. And I've got a question here for you guys. Keep it a little bit different, keep it a little bit funky. Theo Dave, get ready. In regards to the Kathy Freeman dribble last week, the Kathy Freeman tunnel dribble last week. Now, oh, you'll fucking love this, boys, because it makes sense. In the year 2000... The Cathy Freeman Tunnel closed. Many, many years later, this tunnel actually opened once. Now, when did the Cathy Freeman Tunnel reopen? And what was the purpose of its reopening? Balls in your court, Dior. Um, actually, no, we'll give you one more hint. I think the I know. glory, fellas. The tunnel, of course, only opens for glory. <laughs> Over now, lads. 
I'm pretty sure they opened it for the Blues. For the Blues, yeah. I think that's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, the yeah, boys walking it. through there. That's what it Kathy's Tunnel. Kathy's Tunnel. Boy and the boys. Tell you what, if you wanted to try and tunnel energy, if you were to get the Blues in that tunnel, the only way that energy can get out is two directions, and then maybe you have some sort of capturing utensil on either end. At either end, yeah. And then that's how you harness it. So game it. two, when we're about to wrap the series up, that's what you do. And we'll be on Peter Volandi's uh, dime. We'll be at the game. Thanks, Peter. So that's yeah. So they walk through Kathy's tunnel on the way to Game Three, on the way to Glory. Only other time. Only other time. Class. Good dribble. Good dribble. Great dribble. Love that. Fucking terrific. Very good. Shout out to whoever that was. I don't Connor. Know. Connor. Uh, P's and D's. Tom, Eddie, Dior. It's Keith here. Keith. Uh, just something a bit conspicuous by my absence, since why what can only be described as shambolic and historical defeat to the hands of the real Bankstown Dribbler and the infamous Bankstown Dribbler Awards. Who could forget Keith's what we all went hand. through? There was Big Cheese, all-ins at Smith Park Nets. Moey, who was just legit scary. I mean, that wasn't even... That, that, that was actually quite frightening. Um, I think everyone's aware that the Atari is being powered up and that the blue and whites are are on track, and I think we can all put that down too, and we all know that that's because of baby Keithette. If it weren't for baby Keithette, would Canterbury have won? No. Um, Keith's had a kid. I accurately say that Canterbury would have Keith. lost if Keithette had been around, uh, not been around. No. Um, so we're going to, and we have, and that's the only common denominator. It wasn't any team changes made by our old cranky George. Uh, it was purely Keith And, um, yeah, uh, she was very, very happy to see Hayden Tolman, Aiden Tolman, hit it up uh, four or five times on the fourth. Hayden Tolman. All right, cheers, boys. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Hayden Tolman hitting it up four or five times on the fourth because that's all he's good for. <laughs> I mean, shout out to Keith and Keith I think Keith uh, yeah, I think he put it up on the P's and D's. He's had a he's had a daughter, Keith. That she's the official Keith of the podcast. Yeah, I'm look. I'm happy to to attribute her the win. Yeah, I'm happy to do that. I'm happy to do that for I Keith think... for Keith that for the Bulldogs. Yeah, yeah happy to do for that. Hayden Tolman. <laughs> a fourth set fame, a fourth tackle in the set fame uh, for a five meter gain, zero post post contact meters. Uh, sweet, shout Love out it. to Keith. That welcome to the world, babe. Thomas, Edward, Punters, Dribblers, <coughs> Dio Dave, mm. uh, Bully Ben here. Pretty keen for the Broncos to pump the Parramatta Seals tonight. Should be an easy win. Anyway, without any further ado, what is your favourite sports promotion ever? This could be anything from a theme song to even Gus the Toad Gould barking on one of his pre-origin pump-ups under the black dot. Uh, my personal favourite is That's My Team from the early 2000s. Takes them back to simpler times, and I reckon it's just a fucking all-out slapper. Also, have you ever cracked a fat from any sports promo? Oh, my God. I reckon I cracked my first mongrel from the That's My Team from the early 2000s. I was 19 at the time. I don't know if that's normal or not. Anyway, it's not. let us know what it is. So you say oh soon. Okay. 
Class from top to bottom there. Class. Just, from, a, just a classy dribble. That was a dribble. classy dribble there. Just a classy dribble. From, from the birth of Keith Ett and Keith's, you know, you know, newborn child and now to this, first class all the way. This is what we do it for. This is what you come here for. This is why you tune in. So... Uh, has has a sports promotion me given a... me an erection, Eddie? Mm, Look, no. if I was to say my favourite, again, if we're just thinking rugby league here, because there's just fun, I don't know, it's hard to remember. I know everyone says simply the best. That's my team. I'm going to Nabra. It's cool. It's all right. Like, it's good. I get it. I think it places you in a certain age bracket. Mine is, and this will place me in an age bracket, the tub thumping I get knocked down, I get about, but I get up again. Rugby league promotion because that was fucking dope. That was all built around big hits. Chief Harrigan fucking doing his thing. People getting shoulder charged. People stumbling around. It was a great song. One hit wonders. Tub thumping. Um, so that might be mine. Phil Gould under the black dot. Also, you know what? Origin Phil hype. Gould with an gets me. Origin hype can't be bested when you Phil Gould under the black you dot. Turn on the yeah. telecast and seven thirty rolls around. Whatever the fucking time is, seven o'clock, and they just go through old Origin rev ups. I well, mean, I mean, in fairness, Eddie, last year the one that really got you and I. In fairness, I did criticise the erection comment, but it did kind of get us fully leaded. Was the Channel 9 origin rev up where they went into detail about the Turbo's old man and he was a tomato farmer. Or That's my number one. Grandparents were a tomato farmer. You know. The birth of the TFU. Exactly. That's mine. That was a pretty fucking red hot. Going into the, into the rich history of tomato farming and how off the back of it we've birthed some of the greatest footballers of all time. Yeah. That's my rev up. That's the one that stays with me. That might time. be the greatest rev up of all time. It is the greatest rev up of all time. Mm-hmm. It is. The great John Travojevic, son of a tomato farmer. Shout out to John. Uh, and shout out to the TFU. Shout out to the TFU. Shout out to that dribbler. Very, uh, very classy dribble. We roll on. Boys, Eddie, Tom, Dior, Dave. How the fuck do you guys feel losing to the Titans, you bunch of jokes? You bunch of fat dogs. See you soon. Yeah, look, mate. Take your licks. You had to take your licks. We move on. Thank you. It did hurt. It was probably our fault. Hey, boys. Our back dribbler here. I just want to say my deepest condolences for today's loss. Um, I want to say, as a Brisbane Broncos supporter, I know how it feels. But in saying that, where do the Titans even come from? We don't even consider them a Queensland team in Queensland. To lose to them is just like, mate... Yeah, be soon, boys. Chin up. Chin up. Yeah, it's chin up stuff. Thanks to the OB, uh, OBD there, the Outback Dribbler. Chins are up. Chins are certainly up. You won't see me with a chin down. Chin up. Hello, Mr. Tom, Mr. Eddie. Just wanted to get your thoughts on your loyalty. You said that you don't normally... Your left, oh dear, dear beard. <laughs> oh dear, oh. he's melting. That's it. <laughs> that was it. Did that he, was even, it. he didn't. Didn't, uh, he, he didn't was, come back. No, he didn't come back. Wow, that was a melting. That's a melt. That's the, an on-air melt. That is an on-air melt. That's the melted dribbler. Well, that, I mean, well, that's, Dude, that's I mean, what happens when you call the dribbler hotline. You got to deliver. Hotline melts steel beams. Yeah, it does. It does. That's that's your classic meltdown. We move on. 
yeah, Tom, uh, Eddie, uh, uh, Dio, uh, Dave, uh, Paris, uh, uh, and uh, uh, the Jubilers. It's uh, um, Des uh, Hasler uh, of uh, uh, 1987, uh, 1996 uh, Premiership winning and uh, uh, current Manly, uh, um, uh, Manly Warringah Seagulls coach, uh, Fame here. Uh, um, I just wanted to uh, uh, thank uh, you, uh, uh, boys, for your uh, um, loyal and unwavering uh, 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 support. For, Dave? Uh, like two and a half minutes. Uh, no, often in the uh, face of a can you skip uh, through it of adversity. Yeah. Oh, sucking the oxygen out of my life. It made me feel like I had emphysema. <laughs> can barely breathe. It was a good Des, though. I didn't mind. It was pretty funny. I thought it was a good Des. Were you prepared to listen to two and a half minutes, though? No, I wasn't. Yeah. We had uh, no no mystery dribbler this week. Who's your mate, Tom? Yeah, I still don't know the fuck that is. Like, the one that you said, like, someone hit up Eddie with, like, oh, they think it's this guy. I'm like, I've never heard of that cunt in my life. John Ingate, who is also mm. fucking KD, King Dribbler. He said he, he wasn't going to tell me, he wasn't going to ruin it for me. But I'm thinking he thinks it's the same guy Hugh thought it was. Well, if they do, I don't know who that is. <laughs> so, mystery dribbler remains to be seen. I'm sure he'll reach out again soon. Uh, Short, sharp dribbles this week. Some were better than others. Not many, though, which was nice. Um, reach out Kelly Slater. It's still happening. <laughs> reach out Gary Ablett Sr. Reach out Gary Ablett Sr. more so, honestly. Both. Both. It'd be equally, yeah. Sorry, no disrespect, Kel. Uh, Like, subscribe, five stars, you reckon, Eddie? Yeah, love it. Love it. Bye-bye. Bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? Uh, all right, Eddie, punters, dribblers, new uh, podcast sponsorship alert. Uh, with great pleasure to welcome on uh, Dr. V. And uh, they're a natural energy drink, Eddie, Dr. V. Mm. Australian made, Australian owned. That's how we like it. Yeah. Uh, and this week, reviewing their Bendermender Wild Cranberry. Look, I mean, Bendermender, it's it's certainly right up my alley. Seems like a good fit. Seems like a good fit for me, Tom. I'm not going to lie, uh, this weekend was was pretty big yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Saturday sent into a Sunday, uh, which always you know means Monday's pretty tough going. So the Bendermender, Wild Cranberry, yeah, it's look, I'm. I'm expecting this to get me through the podcast. Yeah, they're delicious. Herbs and berries that have been used for centuries by uh, Russian Vikings. That's good. That's very good. Russian Vikings used to energize the body. Not just energize, but re-energize. So re-energize usually happens after you had energy. Yes. You've burnt through it at a rate of knots. Yeah. And then you're like, well, I need something to re-energize. I'm sacked. I just need to get back to neutral Mm. at this point. I'm Mm. not asking for you to bloody send me to the moon, metaphorically speaking. But I am going to need you to get me back to neutral because... My energy is depleted somewhat. I'm running on fumes here, man. <laughs> it's as simple as that. I'm running on fumes. It's Monday afternoon. I'm in trouble. The Bender Men is going to get me through. Now, as far as I'm concerned, Tom, if it's not sourced from the Siberian pine forest, 
then I'm not into it. <laughs> I don't want to know about it. And not just any <laughs> not just any pine forest in Siberia, but the Tomsky. Yeah. Well, pine the Tomsky forest. known for... Um, pine. You know, <laughs> well, it's, it's known for its pine needle extract, Tom, yeah. which is high in antioxidants. It is. It is. Uh, the magic ingredient... Uh, is bioeffective pine needle extract actually, Eddie? Yeah, that's yeah. the the magic ingredient. Well, you know why, Tom? Because it cleans the liver and the kidney. And my <laughs> liver and my kidney are in desperate trouble today. You need to send you, without this. You need to send, send a doctor like, in. The sending doctor me. Seal Team Six into your liver and your kidneys to try and clean it out. But now we have found Doctor V. Yeah, and Doctor V does all the hard work for us, mm. doesn't it, Tom? I don't have to worry about trying to get healthy again. No. I just. We're trying to, you know, like cleanse myself. No, I just no. have a Dr. V. No, you have a Dr. V, you cleanse, your kidney will thank you, your liver will thank you. And look, punters and dribblers, you don't say we don't look after you. We're going to help the wallet as well because mm-hmm. we've got a 15% discount code, uh, hashtag dribbler. <laughs> yep. Which makes a lot of sense. So you've got to go to Dr. www, obviously. I don't know yep. if you need to keep telling people <laughs> about the Ws, but we will for this instance. So it's www.drv.com.au. You go in there. Discount code is dribbler, as Eddie said. Look, but also, um, if you live near an Easy Mart or a local IGA, you can you can nip in there when you're feeling under the weather yep. uh, and re- replenish the soul yep. with a with a, a beautiful Bender Mender Wild Cranberry Dr. V. Discount code doesn't work at your Easy Mart or your local IGA. Just wanted you to know that. But if you go online, obviously, discount code does apply. Also, if you want to go and check them out, get over to their Instagram. We all know about Instagram punters and dribblers. We all know about bloody Instagram. Head over there. It's doctor.v.energy. Okay? Mm -hmm. That's a no-brainer. Welcome to the show, guys and girls. Good to be on board. Punish Dribbles, the podcast this week, as you know, brought to you by Bloke in a Bar Beer. Yep. Uh, third week running, gangbusters, taking the world by storm. It already was, but as sort of the punters and dribblers have heard... Well, it's gone to another level. Tom. It's gone to another level. Look, the blokes are terrific. I was on the blokes all weekend. Got a couple of blokes in me over the weekend. Yeah, I got, a, I got plenty of blokes in me on the weekend. Uh, and look, couldn't fault it. Can't, couldn't you, start. You can't fault it. And I tell you what, Eddie, Saturday I particularly went hard on the blokes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and because uh, obviously I'm, I'm a healthy dad these days, but I reckon I worked through responsibly, of course, twelve and twelve blokes, twelve blokes mm. responsibly though. Yeah. And by the end of it, usually with any of these other shit beers on the market, mm. bloated, you might look like a swollen body in a river. But well, I, you, I looked as fit, trim, taut, and terrific as ever had. And you also you you look to other substances, other liquors, don't you? If <laughs> if, if if the blag is no good, if yes. it's not sessionable, you go. I'm out of here. I'm out. Where's the rum? Where's, Where's the, the rum? Tequila? Where's the vodka? Where's, Where's the, the vodka? Tequila? Not on the blokes. No, I stay on the blokes all night long, yeah. all morning long. Yeah. Not a problem. I can I can have blokes all night. Yeah, yeah, blokes all night. I tell you what though, blokes taste better in this warm weather. Certainly do. Certainly do. Now, if you want to get your mouth around a couple of <laughs> blokes, yeah. Blokeinabar.com for their store locator. Yeah. We said this last week, but I think it's important for us to say again, Eddie, if you find that that, uh, the bottle near you doesn't stock blokes, bloke in a bar, Mm. then I feel like it is pertinent for you to either hold some sort of peaceful protest outside of that venue until they do stock them. Peaceful. Or move Mm. 
closer to a place that stocks. It's pretty simple. Look, we're coming into finals football, final round this weekend. No better way to celebrate what has been a victorious season of rugby league football, Tom. Mm-hmm. Thanks almost entirely to St. Peter Volandis, yep. son of Christ, grandson of God. Heard about him. I think the best way to celebrate that is with the blokes. Yep. Get on the blokes and celebrate right. So, as we said, blokeinabar.com for their store locator. Mm. Hit up your bottle O's. Make sure they got them. Get your mouth around a couple of bloke in a bars. Shout out to Denon Kemp, friend of the show. The man behind bloke in a bar. Yeah, terrific. Terrific. Let's rip into them. Can't and wait, let's baby. rip into the show. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 